Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. While you're in sunny Florida, be sure to visit... Orlando! Enter into a world of epic adventure. I'm recording. You guys ready? Ready. 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 <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> Promise me we never do that again. No, never again. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can't sing anyway. I, oh, I, I, I could barely speak when I listened to the last thing I did with William. Like, I, I couldn't say the name William. If you listen closely William. to the previous episode, the first time I said, like, hey, hey, William, is what came out of my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went in afterwards and sat down with the mic in front of the computer going, William. <laughs> William, <laughs> and then I cut it back in. So I don't oh, know if you're able oh, to tell. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you, you know, you are Canadian. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I should be able to speak. <laughs> it just means I say oot. Oot. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, hey guys. Hey, welcome to Warlando. Hey. Yes, thank you for listening. Yeah, tonight we are going to talk about. The January issue of White Dwarf and the Skirmish Rules. Yes. Yeah, really excited about that. Yes, love playing Skirmish for so many reasons. And we, we'll, we'll get into that. But in, first, what have you guys been up to? Um, I, I just poured myself a Highlight, one of my favorite beers. Highlight is a great beer. Yeah. And uh, it's, anyway. almost, it's almost this, like, if we had, like, a mascot beer, we call our signature beer. Yeah. Highlight is almost it. Yeah, like our house beer. Our house beer, because I, I, it's definitely on the short list. Yes. Of like, if you're going to bring a beer, highlights on the short list. Yeah. That's a definite. Yeah. 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 Rogue Dead Guy. Yes. Lagunitas Hop Stupid. For definitely. sure. Yeah. Any any others that jump out at you? Rasputin. Oh, oh Rasputin. Rasputin. That'll have to be the next time. Yeah. yeah. We'll bring some of that. Yeah. All right. So other than drinking highlights. <laughs> yeah. Other than uh, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> um. I uh well um I've been uh, doing some hobbying. I, I've been um trying to get some uh some models painted and table ready for just some ideas that I have. Some things where I want to start doing some some of the skirmish style stuff. Um so this uh this book came out for 40k chapter approved. Yeah. And I'm really kind of liking the whole build a warrior uh stuff that's in there and for me i'm like oh man i want that for sigmar and so i kind of read it and i went you know what this could just translate over to sigmar like super easy yeah and so i just like that idea um so uh, i'm kind of energized to to get into skirmish so i love the topic for tonight because skirmish i am about you know we are about skirmish and yeah. uh, it's great just to get some some nice models painted some um you know fewer models on the table sometimes is nice and uh so i'm i'm i've i've got like the warhammer um quest uh silver tower series where i've got all those models that i want to finish painting um i've got like the new uh um, I I play dwarves or Duarden, mm-hmm. and so I've, um, now with the addition of the knight and canter, I can now take a caster if I ally her in. 
So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working on getting my knight and canter painted. So then I'm like, I've got her down. I've got all the paints ready for her color scheme. And I'm like, oh, but that's going to match this these other couple um, Stormcast Eternals that I have. And I'm like, well, maybe I should paint all those at the same time. So I kind of have like this open project of finishing my tiny little band of Stormcast that I can ally in with my Dwarden. Yeah, what would you call that? Like a like an order alliance army? Well, um, I think those guys can just ally in under like a Cardron Overlord, you know, within the 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 points allotted. You know, the four hundred for a two thousand point game. That's I can bring I can bring that kid in pretty easily. It's That's just it. like a knight and canter and the like a, a unit of the three uh, flying guys, which are the prosecutors. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. so yeah. They throw the hammers and yeah. fly around. Yeah, with they're the wings. fun. Yeah, the yeah. guys with the wings and the hammers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, how do we end up defaulting to like a? I don't even know what like New York accent that is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know these guys. So it's like uh, my, my cousin Vinny. You know, yeah. <laughs> the two Utes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is a grit anyway? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so it's yeah. that new goblin army, isn't it? The grits. Oh my god, oh. that army looks so cool. Oh, it does. Uh, I've been listening to Facehammer, which if you haven't listened to them, they've got a great podcast. They they're very knowledgeable, and they oh yeah, just, they are. Yeah, and they just did uh, a review of that new book for the, the mm. Grots. Yep, the Gloom Spite Grits or Glitz. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's a grit? <laughs> What's a grit? <laughs> uh, yeah, Gloom Spike Grots. Glitz. Glitz. Wait, what? Where are we getting further? No, I, I think that's what they're, they're yeah. grots, but they're called the, the Gloom glitz. Spike Glitz. Yes. It is glitz? It is actually glitz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Isn't that what happens when you like accidentally spit or something? I, think I, I thought think so, but I thought instead of a... For a second, I thought instead of a G, there was going to be a C on the beginning oh, of that word, and I was a little worried. Yikes. That's no, the new Slaneshi. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Spike. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's their new faction. The Kloom oh. Spike. Uh, yeah. Kloom. <laughs> hmm. uh, no. uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah. But uh, that, too. Like, I've got all these goblins, because I used to play orcs and goblins, so I've got, like, tons of night goblins. And I'm actually in the process, too, of converting all of those over to circle bases. Mm-hmm. So I did, you know, my Dwarden, my Dispossessed over to circle bases. I did my uh, Oryx, my Greenskins over to circle bases. And now I have a whole tray of... <laughs> like a thousand goblins. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to slice them off the squares and glue them on the circles. Listening to... What I'm hearing about the new book, the trolls play a big part too. Mm, yeah, the, the trogoths, yeah, as they're called now, and there's some like trogoth heroes. Yep, which sound really cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited about that. Yeah, so I've got a, a whole slew of trolls that need to be turned the, into trogoths. The Arachnorocks got mm-hmm. some new stuff. Yeah, the, the whole line looks so fun. I mean, the new models as well. Yeah. They look like so much fun to paint. Yeah, we've got the Reaper Four draft. Oh, yeah, that's, that's on the horizon. It is. Yep. And one of the uh, sections of that were all these mushrooms. Because it was this, like, underdark, oh. uh, underground dwelling people. So there's all these mushroom people. They must have somebody perfect. on the inside. 
Because they always come out with something that accents something that just came out yeah. in Warhammer. In that same starter set, there's a flying turtle. Oh, yeah. And they've right. got lots of yep. underwater stuff. Yeah. So there's there's some neat underwater stuff, and that flying turtle would fit really well with the Ibneth. Hmm. Oh, I'm excited about that. When's the release date for that one now? What are uh, they saying? It should be late February, early March when okay. we get our shipment. Gotcha. Excellent. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to ha- have a draft. We're going to have our draft, our right. competition. Perfect. Love see. it. Yeah. Who gets what? Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly a little stressed about it because there's so much in there that I want. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't show up that day. <laughs> I know there's stuff. He, he's going to tell us the wrong day. Oh, <laughs> he's yeah. just going to claim it all. <laughs> nice. I think I've been, we've done this. This will be the third time we've done yeah. this draft thing. And yeah. I, I think it's been it's been a lot of fun. So I'm thinking this next one we record it. We get multiple cameras set up and we we record oh, the whole it was, thing. It was fun. And, yeah. And, and, and the one thing that we do definitely need, we need our good friend Matt to mm. come and host. That'd be so awesome. If we <laughs> that could would get be him incredible. To come down and host. I'll yeah, talk he, to him about it. Yeah, he did that for the uh, the first one that we did. Yeah. That oh, was you're so right. Much fun. Yeah. 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 It's it's important to have a host. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then we might as well just like play around a D&D or something if he's in town. Yeah. <laughs> Make a weekend of it. <laughs> Sounds great. A good Orlando weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Reaper, oh, D&D. We could uh, like do a trifecta. We we draft the miniatures, mm-hmm. and then we each pick a new hero and paint it. Oh. And then we play like a one-shot game. I yes. like that. Yeah. Based on that character that we picked. So, yeah. 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 So, and yeah. whoever's the DM, they can just paint a monster. Hmm. There we go. You know? Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Mark, what, what have you been up to? I uh, haven't been up as much as I'd like to, you know, with, with yeah. the hobby aspect. I've uh, been on the road. You uh, work so tra- much. Tra- traveling a bit. But what i got to say, uh, uh, since the holidays, uh, it has been so fun watching my son. Yes. Killian, get that bug. That was and kind of a creepy he, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, but it's so exciting. It, it is. It really is. And just watching him, it's so excited about yeah getting his stormcast together. So I know during uh, the Christmas break he was off, and I think uh, he received the uh, starter box yeah. for the stormcast mm-hmm. that Christmas day. And it was like two days later he had everything assembled and ready to go. So he is just so happy. And we actually played our first game with him. Yeah, Triumph played, and Treachery, yeah, too. Yeah, Triumph and Treachery. Oh. And, uh, you guys did? Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah we, yeah, we were here, and I think we were like here till what? 3 in the morning. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why you weren't available. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think you were yourself were working or yeah, something, something like that like out that. of town. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, it, was, uh, it was during the actual holiday. So oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah that's right. Yeah. I think you were. I was up in Jersey. That's it, Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> were you really? Yeah, I was actually. Yeah. That's, that's hilarious, awesome. but uh, but and that's another reason why uh, so excited about the new white dwarf and uh, you know hearing rumor about the revised skirmish rules because that's that's kind of how I wanted to start. Yeah. Not so much with triumph and treachery, which I thought it was amazing. I, I you know yeah. I love that that's a first start for him, but uh, uh, for him right now, having all of his uh, team assembled, actually getting them painted, I think the way it was before was you know you needed. X amount of points, this many models to just put on the table, and it was a little, you know, daunting task to you know try to get yeah. all those painted all, all at once. And uh, for him, you know, being twelve, I think it's awesome that uh, with the skirmish rules, he can just focus on just a few yeah. and really develop the skills, you know, because he's he's meticulous about them. 
you know, he's in there sanding them down. I wonder where he gets just, that. I have no idea. But uh, yeah, because yours, yours look awful. I know. I just <laughs> slap them together. You know, I just dip them in the paint. No. Um, the, but uh, the amount of time, like you, you for months, you were sending me pictures and updates on your green stuff oh, yeah. like you're just green yeah. stuffing for months with that I, starter I, set i can't have those gaps no <laughs> <laughs> i'm so bad they're like i love painting and i love assembling but i do have big gaps in a lot of my models don't look too close at my purple sun because that the purple sun model has some big gaps and i yeah. did not bother at all to fill and them it in. hurts to push it together I was like, I was like, kind of crying a little bit. And my wife's like, "Dude, are you, you having a moment over there?" And I'm just like, "Because you have, I mean, you can't. It's not like you can use a tool to push it together. Anything mm-hmm. you'd use would just like destroy the model. Oh so my you're just gosh. like, I could see you putting it in like a pipe vice, you know, just yeah. cranking it down. Right, and, and it spikes on all sides, and yeah. you have to like compress it till they all line up. And <laughs> they did that on purpose. They must have." Oh. I've heard about the other one, the uh, the Dread Maw, whatever it is. The people are actually cutting, like some of the teeth are actually really sharp, and you can like cut your fingers open on just the teeth. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, so Killian's liking the game. He's he's loving it, absolutely loving the hobby aspect of it. He was so excited about the game the other night, and uh, that's just been his focus right now. So. Uh, just pouring over the lore. I mean, how surprised were you when you had mentioned something and he came right back with, oh, yeah, and by the way, uh-huh. such and such, such and such. And, yeah, that was everything for Christmas. Boom. He was reading the whole book, all the lore, you know. So, yeah, he's, he's got the bug bad. That's so, awesome. It's nice to see. So Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. yeah and just, just to be able to be at that age oh, and, yeah. and just to be a part of this. And to be at that age and have – your dad and all your dad's friends are like crazy into this game. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. right. Yeah. How, how amazing. When I was a kid, my, you know, my dad golfed and he, uh, so I would come along every once in a while and it was great, you know, but you know, I'm like, there they go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, to be like, all oh, the dice and the toys and like, it, how amazing to be, yeah. to be a part of that. It, it, it's so fun to see. I, yeah. I just love it. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, Nicholas Willis like got a yeah. little collection going, right? I um, yeah, she does a little bit. Um, I think she has like a unicorn, and she has a little <laughs> dragon. She's this totally she's got some goblins too, right? She does well. Yeah, so I gave her some goblins, and so she's got you know. To her, the game is like the whole. Ge- it's not Warhammer. Mm-hmm. It to her, it's called goblins. <laughs> <laughs> so she's always like, oh. So she'll be, you know, like my wife will ask her, like, you know, what do you want to get dad for Christmas? And she's like, she's she just knows I love this hobby so much that she immediately goes to, oh, I want to get him some goblins. <laughs> that is, that is a good thing. Yeah. And so she said, like for for this year for Christmas, like they went to the you know to the local game store, um, and they were just like looking over the the wall and just looking at stuff and she said willow was in there just like for a long time just like oh no 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 i think this one oh uh, no i think this one oh he'll like this one i think this one so i got a bunch of like you know little reaper or, or the whatever those ones that are come that come out for like D D. oh yeah yeah so i got those are really, well, those are really yeah. nice yeah. Yeah, too, yeah but yeah but she's six so i i can't wait I mean, I don't want her to grow up too fast, but it's like I can't wait till she gets into this because it's going to be like, cool, mom. We'll see you like uh, 
Sunday night, you know what I mean? And like Friday, we're just going to play all weekend, you know? <laughs> it's so beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Jamie's into D&D. You don't see her getting into this, though. No. Yeah. No. She easily just kind of turns, turn, like, tunes it out and, yeah, you know, does what she does. So, it, it yeah, she's not really into Warhammer at all. Uh, gotcha. But D and D, she's she's yeah. got she's really gotten into our D and D session. So oh man, oh yeah. absolutely, which yeah. has been so fun. Oh, yeah, I feel bad um, because our last D and D session ended. We're playing Curse of Strahd, and mm. just a couple nights ago, uh, we were uh, attacked on the road by Strahd himself uh, on the back of his horse, and uh, it was almost a TPK. It was yeah. not. It was not. But it was. Almost a total party kill. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, and I'm, I'm among the characters with the highest hit points, and I am right on the line. Cause, but I failed the deck save. Yeah, for the I, fireball. I, I passed the deck save. So dirty I'm not 20. As, yeah, dirty 20. Rolled my dirty 20. <laughs> and, uh, Let me get you a shirt that says that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like half hit point. But, like, yeah, passing the passing that decks, you know, say, you know. Uh, yeah. Roll. I'm still at half. You know, I'm bloodied almost. Yeah. And Jamie's so. halfling's down. Yeah. So Jamie's halfling went down. I think. I think you're the only one that passed the save. Okay. So I think yeah, I almost. Didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh no, because I'm still in my beast form. Oh. And my snake has like 60 HP. Oh. So hell. I'm only oh. down 17 points. I'm at 43 of 60, and then I still have my whole, um, you know, druid's, uh, half orc. HP left, so better yeah. get us the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, shit. <laughs> we can't yeah. take another one of those. Your druid can he turn into a giant eagle and fly us all the way from Strahd? Uh, he can turn yeah. into a giant eagle. <laughs> yep, yeah. I can probably carry one or two people at a time. So let's choose. Tough. Do we get Irina out of there then? Oh, maybe she's good bait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you what, Irina and Ismark are they went down both yep, of them, they're they both did. down, so both yeah, down. yeah, and uh. And it's, Bailey's next to me. Yeah. It's so weird to have to play this campaign and just be dragging these two characters, these two NPCs around with us. Because I forget they're there half the time. And they're such <laughs> Debbie Downers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When they do chime in, they're like, I don't know. I can't really help you with that. You know? <laughs> they're so lame. <laughs> That's funny. I yeah. don't know. We, we, we do have a fun NPC, though, with us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the intern. Yeah, the intern. intern. Yeah, we got a probie with yeah, us. The, the, oh, the, he's so put upon. Yeah, the oh. uh, the Baron's son has become this emo Beavis and Butthead kind of character. Yeah. Like, <laughs> who's t- like twelve, but yeah. isn't interested in Warhammer. No. And is like, Dad, <laughs> you're just embarrassing me. Yeah, he just wants to learn how to kill people. So he's this like giant liability along with us. Yeah, what a fun yeah. campaign. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been so much fun. Uh, yeah, good. it's awesome. We need to get everybody in the same city to play at least one round. Yeah. We just should. Maybe that's what we Maybe can do the draft weekend. weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Draft weekend. Yeah. See, yeah. If, see if we can get Matt to come down. I'll, it, it's hard to plan not knowing exactly when this thing's going right. to really come through. But, yeah, I'll, I will, as soon as I learn more, I will coordinate that. Okay. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, it's hobby time for me. I've been making a lot of uh, paper craft, fat dragon games, models and terrain and stuff. And I put a lot of it up on Instagram, which you can find on uh, at Orlando on Instagram. Unlike at Orlando Mark or at Orlando Nick, which is you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah, if you guys are listening and you want to see some of the stuff that we're doing, yeah, please follow those those channels. Yeah. Um, and love to hear your feedback, too. If you've got tips, you see something we're doing, you're like, you know, you could do this better. Yeah. <laughs> we're all about sure. that. Yeah, please yes. tell. Yes, absolutely. Tell us and we can share yeah. them on the show. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about it. You know? Yeah, I know uh, before you asked, you know, where people could get in touch with me, and I was, uh, yeah, not, not about the social site. So I just, uh, you know, signed up recently and... You know, got that handle, uh, Orlando Mark, but uh, getting on there, especially the Instagram. Oh, man. I mean, people have some beautiful work yeah, going yeah. on. Just absolutely gorgeous and actually putting, you know, tips and stuff out there and uh, just real inspiration, all, all, all these people. So and it's amazing. really active. Like, oh, yeah. when you put something out there and you just kind of, like, hit some hashtags. And at first I was kind of like, well, is it going to be kind of spammy to hit? And like, no. Like, people are active. They check your mm-hmm. photos. They look yeah. at your models. They, yeah. you know, and they give you feedback. And, and it's just really cool to, to, to share that with, with a lot of other people that are in this. And, and I, ju- I enjoy doing the same thing. I yeah. love seeing everybody's work, you know, what they're working on. And just uh, it, it gives me inspiration to do more. Yeah, see see stuff that people have painted and think, wow, this is a standard I can try. Yeah. I can try and hit yeah. this standard and, and and try and match this. And and the reinforcement too, thinking like, you know, I I think my model looks good, but I'm not sure. And you see people's other stuff, I'm like, wow, like people are clicking on my on this. I put my stuff out there and people are liking yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm also enjoying a lot of the uh, the, the people uh, that are that are new to it. And, you know, they, they, in fact, that's even in their handle, you know, like they're new to, you know, to the whole painting and the hobby yeah. side of it. And uh, just seeing the progression and stuff has been absolutely incredible. It, it's fun watching them. And, and you can see how excited they are, too, about uh, watching them progress and watching them get better and, you know, being able to do that, you know, technique and stuff. And uh, that, that's been fun, too. So there's a thing. Big community out there with it. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic community. Yeah. There's. I've seen some people posting like when I started painting, painting today like side by side pictures. Uh, I think we oh, should yeah. try and do that too. Oh. You know, find yeah, like, that's a good idea. Yeah, find some of your earliest stuff and compare it to your latest stuff and yeah. and and feel some pride in the growth and the the like the expansion of it. Yeah, no, that's great. That's a good idea. So, uh, new white dwarf. Yeah, we got a new Dwight. Yeah. Dwarf. Dwight Dwarf. Dwight Dwarf. Dwight Dwarf. Dwight Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Dwife. Dwight. Dwight. <laughs> what is it? Bears beat Spalsar Galactica. That is it. <laughs> Damn it, Dwight. Uh, so yeah, um, GW made a big deal about their, like, reformatted the magazine again. And mm-hmm. it's been a few times. There was that while there where they split it. And they had Warhammer Visions. And then there was the oh, other yeah. mm-hmm. two versions of, yeah. of White Dwarf. Uh, so then... Now, again, they've revamped it. And I, I didn't notice this before. Maybe it was always this way, but it seemed like they used to alternate 40K and Sigmar. But this one seems like it's split right down the middle. They've actually got it color-coded on the corners. I really like that because now it seems mm. like they're just hitting all topics. Yeah. You know, they, they've reserved a section for each one, yep. each interest. Yeah, yeah, and when you look in the uh, table of contents, you can see that they've sectioned it out to... 
kind of like some articles about anything and then Sigmar, then 40K, then Nightfall. Yeah. Some models and stuff. And you can look at the outside pages and see, okay, that's the color code. That burgundy is the color code for Sigmar. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I just noticed that now. So you can go like that. You can see on the outside how much of it is dedicated to Sigmar in this issue. That huge 40K section in the back with that teal color. Uh, Nice. Yeah. That's good. This is a little... little uh, life hack there for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah this was a great issue uh, particularly with us skirmish lovers uh, because they came out with the new version of the skirmish rules yeah do you guys want to talk it in order and then like finish with the skirmish part uh, so looking at the the Sigmar <clears throat> section one of the first things they talk about they've got the fiction I haven't had a chance to read the story but you read it Nicholas right I did and mm-hmm. it's about your favorite faction yep it's about, say, it's about your boys my my boys my B my my KO yeah I, I read it as well uh, uh, just today and uh, it, it was it was fun yeah yeah uh, yeah it was fun I, and I like this kind of stuff that they had I mean it's just short enough of a story just giving it a little flavor text you know because remember we mentioned before about you know what what is this world like now yeah you know, I, you know I could envision the old world but what is this you know world now you know what what is it like and this this is really giving it to you you know just little bits and pieces you know just little samplings and stuff and I I thought it was well done yeah 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 uh, that's I I love just any any little bit we can get that's a little bit more flavor mm-hmm. you know that we can delve deeper into this this world it's fantastic. So how would you think? Uh, what'd you think of the story? And uh, uh, yeah, how, how your boys did? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it it it's great because you know the Duarden factions don't do magic at all. Yeah, you know, like they have the the um, the navigator that can unbind spells and different things, and that kind of like hits. You know, like he's in the story, and <clears throat> and he has to try and un, you know like cancel out some magic and stuff like that but you know they don't they don't do magic and i kind of like that i like that there's this faction that's just like i've always liked that about dwarves they've yeah. always kind of like been the ones that like turn their nose at magic and 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 they find other ways to do it you know yeah. here's where the meta is going you know and then they're mm-hmm. like no we're doing our thing you know yeah and finding and a way to i like that yeah subvert what everyone else is doing and take advantage of it yeah and so they're so um so their approach to it is very uh very like whatever you know i see i come upon this cavern or i come upon this area and there's the swirling magic and i can sense there's something going on and to them it's let's dive in and either absorb it take it make money off of it or kill it yeah you know so i like that yeah uh, they're so mercenary yeah you know, they're all about the profit because and then that's nothing wrong with that profits what keeps your people alive yeah you know and i like pirates and i like yeah. that style um and i think they uh i think they fit that really well yeah do you guys ever read the wheel of time i know i Mm-mm. I am obsessed with the Wheel of Time books. Yeah, the Robert Jordan, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. And I've read them all, most of them twice. I'm just completely obsessed with the series. And there's a group that uh, uh, that comes across the sea. They're like this forgotten other group of people that just blindside the people in the main realm. And they have um, 
enslaved all of their magic users and mm. so they actually have them in collars and they use them as like tools and weapons you know to to get their things done because they think of magic as this like dirty untrustworthy thing and the people that can use this uh they're they're um not to be trusted or left roaming free because they can cause so much destruction so i could picture the the ko being like that i could picture them like if they did bring a spellcaster into their army that they, they would treat them as like a servant oh you know? yeah like this like they've like okay you work for us you know this yeah is, you, here's do your job this is your job you know kind of an outcast they're yeah they're not really a part of the team no no they're just not, a tool yeah yeah you're a tool, tool shed yeah even i could even see them not keeping them as a slave but like an indentured servant yeah like like i could see them like rescuing some elf wizard and like okay you now owe us a life debt so for the next 10 years you have to you know be our servant Oh. before we could set you free that's it like i could see that being like a ko kind of thing to do i feel like now i kind of have to have if i ally in the night encanter i can't just ally her in by herself now i feel like she needs a little bit of a cadre like a little bit of a a bodyguard posse yeah because maybe the you know she feels this bitterness from the Duarden that she's not a part of the crew. Yeah. She has to kind of keep a, a like a posse to help yeah, she knows, make sure she's safe, make sure she makes it through to the next mission. She knows as soon as the tide turns that, you know, maybe there's more profit in selling her or right. being when she's minimal. not needed, maybe yeah. she's the first to be dropped from the list. Yeah. You know? Uh maybe this uh and, and and that little three man group of prosecutors is only hundred points. That's not much. Yeah. No. And they're flyers. So and they have yeah, a, what, what, they have like move? a they have a it's like a ten. Oh geez. Um, it might even be that. twelve. Oh wow. At yeah. least. Yeah. Uh, maybe even 14. fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. It might it might be fourteen. It's been a while since I played them. That first skirmish campaign we did. Yeah. I used <clears throat> one of those guys because I only have one of the three painted because of the that skirmish that we did. Yeah. So I brought one of them in, but now I'm finishing the other two and her, and they're all in the same scheme. Um, I like that. But I feel like they need to be a part of the, the army now. And I think they'll help. They fly. They can throw their hammers like 12 inches. So yeah. they got a little bit of a, a ranged attack. Yeah, and they're, they're definitely, they fit the style of gameplay that you're already doing. Right. Yeah. I'm going to have my engine riggers running out with their chainsaws. Mm-hmm. I can have nice. this little crew flying out to help maybe cover the flank keep the encanter safe you know if you wanted to stick with that all flying army theme the encanter is on foot but i think i haven't looked at it but there's a endless spell for the stormcast that i think is a disc that she can fly on that would be cool yeah okay yeah if you were thinking about that that would be neat to see on the table like if you were going to do like your your battle board, your display yeah. board, that'd be fun to put her on All that flyers. too. Like everybody I on like the table that. is flying. Yeah. Mm. So if that's an endless spell, yeah. Then can the opponent move that during? I don't my, know. I don't do, know the rules the, for that one. I don't remember half? the rules for that the one. But okay. Yeah. I have to but, check into that. Yeah, but I think there is a. Because if anything, I can put her on the Bailwind Vortex. Oh, that's true, but that yeah. one definitely doesn't move. It doesn't, but it still has the illusion of you are flying. Yeah, yeah, floating you're now in, up the sky, in the air. And, and the what air. a great thing for her too. If you're, if yeah. your whole purpose for her is just to have her in there, is like, 
to like unbind spells mm-hmm. yeah you know or take over effect. endless spells that are on the table it'd be neat to just cast that and it's not too expensive points wise i don't think yeah unfortunately the ko are very limited on their on their battle line and mm. so the only battle line that you can get for them are the the foot soldiers yeah uh, gotcha the ark so and they company. Fly. All right. so they can't fly but they can of course go into the ships yeah and then fly hmm. but yeah um uh yeah i mean with the list that i took to crucible i could have had a two drop list yeah essentially um so most of them can fit in the boat and all sorts of good stuff speaking of crucible I've been releasing these completely out of order, our episodes. Oh. <laughs> so we'll probably put this one out this coming Monday. Okay. Um, but then after this, I'll put out the um, Realm of Metal episode that we did, which I think was before Crucible. Yeah. Uh, so that was, this was back in uh, late September that we recorded this one. This That one was so hard to edit. Because we were so stupid drunk. <laughs> it was all over the place. We took big, meandering, just rambles was, throughout. Was, was, was that the episode where we just, at one point, we started talking about Conan, oh, the Barbarian, well, and then we actually put it on and we watched it? Yeah. <laughs> and then, then recorded Because I had some never more. seen it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, like, and, and Adam's like, no, we're watching We're now. watching this right now. <laughs> and we're like, okay, well, we're going to take a break. And then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was such a mess. And I think I ended up having to cut so much because what we had done, we recorded a whole episode and then sat down and started talking oh, about Conan. Oh, you're right. And then we watched a bunch of Conan. And then we're like, let's turn back on the computer let's 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 record some more and what everything that we recorded after that was just this like slurring mess with all of us going chrome (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it that's it so well i'll well, I'll probably put this out Monday, and then sometime later next week, I'll put out the Realm of Metal one. You there you go. Excellent. We apologize ahead of time. Yes. <laughs> Such a shit show. Brace yourselves. <laughs> but a good time was had by all. So. It was definitely a good time. Uh, so, yeah, that was before. That was way back that we recorded that. But now, uh, now here we are talking about this uh, this white dwarf. Uh, so the next <laughs> section of the White Dwarf is about uh, FAQs and designer mm-hmm. commentary and why they do things the way they do. Yeah, titled Rules of Engagement. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like... Did you guys read this? I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. This seemed more like a, uh, this first one anyway was kind of like a mission statement, you know, explaining yeah. what this section was going to be about. And it really makes sense, you know. It does. It, it does sound like yeah. he's complaining a little bit. He's, he's, at one point he's saying something like, these rules are perfectly clear and they just use them as they're written. Don't, don't fill in the gaps. Just like the rules are what they say they are. Yeah. Don't, don't misinterpret or, or add your own ideas to it. It is just what it is. But then he said, like, okay, for the designer commentary stuff, he had to, you know, like, just keep saying over and over again, like, yeah, I, I understand your question. Here's what the rules say. This is what you're supposed to do. You know, here it is. Yeah. So he said that, you know, he made it sound like most of what he does for these FAQs and designer commentaries is just say the same thing he's already said over and over again he sounds he reads frustrated to me yeah so this guy 
um, they released a podcast and uh, Stormcast, Stormcast, and Jervis yeah, Johnson was on there. Like yep. they took a big break. I don't know if you noticed that, but no, I haven't seen this one yet. They took a break and they were oh yes, were off the yeah. air for you know four or five months. Maybe they were like rethinking what they want to do with the podcast or something. Yeah, because um, there definitely was like there was this feeling of that podcast where they would have different you know people in the uh, in you know on staff coming and talking and. Um, you know, other tournament players coming and they had like an episode where they had some people on there. They were just laughing and having fun. And then all of a sudden it went off the air and yeah. I was like, "Uh Oh, I wonder if they were like, Hey, you guys, you guys are having too much fun. <laughs> you know <laughs> I, what I mean? I was loving it. <laughs> and, and then they came back and they started with this guy. Um, yeah. and, uh, and he's like the father of age of Sigmar. Yeah, and I know well, Age I mean, of Sigmar hasn't been around for a while, but he's he's been in with Warhammer for a long time. I think the whole time. Um, he was like a sales guy back in the day. Yeah. And then he moved in, and I think he, he had a big hand in Blood Bowl. Yeah. And he got that basically off the ground. But 40K was already underway. And then so I think he went on to do some stuff for 40K and whatnot. I mean, he, they talk about it in the podcast, and he talks about starting Sigmar and all that kind of stuff. Um but you're right. In this, he's kind of like, no, no, these are the rules. I, I just, I have like a, like, I don't know. I'm torn with the whole like FAQ where he, you know, where obviously in here, he's like, the FAQ is to kind of clarify the rules. Right. And you're going to ask me 10 questions that I think are important. And I'm going to put them in the designer commentary and answer them there, but not adjust the rules because the rules explain it. You just need the designer commentary to like hear it the right way, right. essentially it, it guide you to the understanding. But then I'm like, yeah. just so one part of me is like, well, maybe you're just not writing the rules clear enough, you know? And, or just and I think that yeah. they they talk about that in their podcast where they're they're talking about the evolution of their rules writing. And so I think if you kind of hear the podcast and then you hear this, they know that there's evolution. There's there's things they have to change about it. So it does come come off uh, a little. Um, uh, I don't know what the word is, but um, like they're brushing us off. Like no, 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 no. You just yeah. need to read the rules. But they're actually change. They talk about it where they're changing their rules. So I think the second podcast of Stormcast, they brought in a guy that did a bunch for the Beasts of Nerd, or not the Beasts, Beasts of, of Chaos. Nerd, the Beasts yes. of Chaos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he was talking about how. The they had to the way that they're writing the rules now is to encompass a lot of these questions that they keep having to clarify, and so they are trying to get better. I think yeah. at writing those rules, trying to say like, no, your unit has to wholly be within this that's right zone, and you know within this twelve inch bubble, it, you can't snake people across the board. That, that was one thing he did like say. That. He wanted to yeah. get rid of the conga lines. Yeah. yeah. So he was yeah. Right, yeah. and 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 so there's these clarifications, and then there's these loopholes that they're finding and stuff, and so I, I think they're trying to get better at it. But you're right; it's like they're kind of like, well, this is just what we do. The FAQ is like a part of the thing, and it's like, well, you release a book, and then you release an FAQ right afterwards. Like, why isn't it? Why isn't it all in the one thing? Why yeah. isn't it all in the one thing? Yeah. yeah. In, in, in this article, he does mention that they try to release it 
and they usually release it close to the time of the book release yeah. is because he says a lot of the questions actually come within those first two weeks yeah, after the release. Yeah, but they've been playtesting this, right? I know. But, I got, like, but maybe get, get new playtesters. I mean, say if, even if they had like advanced playtesters on every continent, there'd still be, be some people, that comes up. Like, yeah. people out there that yeah. just see things. That This comes back to me and this like the last three times I've been on this mic, the same story keeps coming up about the Caradron Overlords, and that that one unit with the in the War Scroll uh, yeah. didn't specifically say you couldn't take more than one. Right. What was the gun? Uh, well, the group was the um, the Thunders. Yeah. And the gun I think was the uh, the mortar. Yeah, and the mortar could shoot like twenty-four inches or thirty inches, something like that, off the bat. And the original war scroll said that your you the unit is at least five guys, mm-hmm. and they can take any number of they can take any one of these weapons for each of the guys. Yeah, and so. People were wanting to quit to equip just each the of the five gun. with just that gun, so that they could sit in the back and just fire Destroy. away, fire away. Put a chemist right next to him, and now they get two shots. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden they're doing double, and it was like a Whoa. nasty gun. It was like minus two ren D three wounds. And, it was nasty. And how many of these guns did they include in the box? One. That you would get one. And oh. so people went out and bought like. You needed 10 guys with the 10 guns. They bought 10 boxes, so you got the 10 guns. Or what other people were doing where they were making molds. I think like William was mentioning. Yeah, they go in and they make molds. What I was going to do was I was going to kit bash my... um, Your old dwarves, my old my yeah my old dwarves the uh, the uh, iron drakes with their and I was going to kit bash those and add you know some bits on it to make it look like that gun and mm-hmm. transfer it over and do all this kind of stuff and put backpacks on them and make it look like it was purposeful and they weren't iron drakes they were these guys yeah and then they released the FAQ. Like, like right before we went to Crucible and burst that bubble. Yeah, and so I went out. I went. I was going to the store, and I, I bought three more packs of engine rickers instead of three more packs of Grunstruck Thunders. Yeah, <laughs> we gamers in general, we can be a competitive lot. Yeah, you know. And if you see a loophole, you see a way to get a competitive edge. You're going to take advantage of it. Yeah, but how did the playtesters not immediately go like, oh, I'm going to play 20 of those guys, and I'm just going to shoot the hell out of you? I think I think we get the Because we played a game. Oh, yeah. Where I played a block of those guys. Yeah. And destroyed. I think at that point you were, you had some, yeah, you had some like. It was before, it was Daughters of Kano I was playing, but it was before their new book had come out. Right. But and still, you just it was like a block of executioners, like twenty five oh, executioners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I took them out in one in one shooting round. Yeah. To not anticipate that, yes, you're you're right. It should have been anticipated. It should have been seen. But I think we we can all get these blind spots where we think it's obvious the way it's written. It's completely obvious the way it's written, and then you find out. You look around the room and like, oh, I'm the only one that that sees it this way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's these these blind spots we can get. You, you, you don't. You don't see how someone could like willingly just 
interpret it the wrong way. Right. Like they probably know exactly what you're saying and exactly what you meant to say, but that's not what it says word yeah. for word. Yeah. So we are going to take advantage of that and then just destroy. There's got to be some way though, where we like to have the, we like to have physical books in our hand. Oh, yeah. And obviously those can't be changed without you yeah. printing out something and pasting it on the, the page, right? And yeah. changing the rules on the page. Like uh, Blu-ray discs, if I go out and buy the latest you know, Marvel movie that comes out, I'm gonna get a digital copy and I'm gonna get the DVD and I'm gonna get the Blu-ray. So whatever you have, you've bought the movie. You yeah. got the movie. Use it how you're going to watch it. Yeah. So I like to pop in Blu-rays because I like the quality. You're going to get five times the quality than you're going to get by watching the digital version. Yeah. I'm cool with that. It is nice and convenient to have the digital version if you go on a trip and mm-hmm. you bring the iPad and you can watch it while you're going, whatever. Um, why can't they do that with these books and then adjust the books to change with the FAQ, with the errata, with those changes to yep. better so now you have like this repository of digital books and then yeah okay so this book is now outdated fine i'll slide it aside and i'll use my ipad and i'll follow the rules and now i just go to the tournament or i show up to the gaming store with my ipad you yeah. know and the books that i want to take with me but i don't have to take them with me if i don't want to i think that the way the game is set up right now it's almost like the print industry in general is struggling. And I feel like with these, the way the rules and errata come out, if you have to have a computer to have the FAQ and have the designer's commentary, and you have to have the core rule book and you have to have the general's handbook and you have to have the malign sorcery book and you have to have your own battle tome, like why, why would you, like you're not gonna need these books ever. Mm-hmm. If, if you're gonna have to, if you have to get them digitally anyway, you know, like it's almost like they're we're getting boxed into this corner where you it's going to be way more cost effective and efficient to buy a tablet and get everything digital and never buy a book again. Yeah. You know, because the thought of going to one of these tournaments and carrying 10 books and my army, you know, and my dice. He's like a pack horse. Yeah, you know, the pack mule. <laughs> the pack mule here. Yeah, have like yeah, your your service animal donkey mm-hmm. that, yeah. <laughs> that you bring around the tournament with you. It's weird. I would, and it is weird to me too that um, when you buy a physical copy of a book, you don't get the digital copy for free. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Exactly. I. I, I in today's age, today's time, we need like. I don't see why that isn't already an option. Yeah. You get the digital version. You buy the book. You get that Warhammer library login that you get. And you get the ability to download and have it on your on your iPad. That would make it really nice. You know, because I've just yeah. gone to the digital now and just doing it. But, I, but it makes me sad because I love the physical book. I, I love know. seeing it up there on the bookshelf. Yeah. You know, I love being able to you know, pull it down from there and actually have something in my hands to flip through the pages. And And the pictures, it's so much nicer to look at pictures in a book, I feel like, than it is to look at them, which is great. So you buy that big-ass 2.0 book and whatever that comes with it, but it's going to change. It's going to change. Yeah, we know that right off the get-go. Yeah. If we're traveling two weeks. If if you want us to easily go to the store and do it more often and do it easier... 
let us do it digitally. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, okay. There's no. I think there's zero incentive for GW to do that because I think for them it'll probably be difficult. They have to worry about keeping track of codes and stuff like 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 a company like Blizzard mm-hmm. needs to have all those codes on the disc. You have to keep track of the codes. On top of that, you you have someone like me that has bought the core book and the General's Handbook and the Malign Sorcery book and then bought all three again digitally mm-hmm. because I want to have them all on my tablet and I want to have them all in Azir. So what what's their incentive to do that for us? And I guess because I, I don't keep think their consumer happy. Yeah, keep I, on the cutting edge to keep them happy and just overjoyed at buying more models instead of wasting money on books. Yeah, even I if mean, they, yeah, it, I, we're gonna buy the book. Yeah. We're gonna buy the book. We're gonna like. There's still gonna be a, a following that buys the book, but. And and add reasons to add the poster to it that you get to hang on your wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like add the add the reasons to buy the book, but also like reward us for subscribing to this game and all yeah. the editions and renditions that continue to come out. Because I feel like they're they're biting. I don't know. I could see it both ways. Because I, yeah. I feel like if I'm spending money on these digital books that's money i'm not spending on paint models that I could spend on paint models but at the same time digital copies cost them nothing so i'm spending you know 15 20 on something that's like pff, for them it's it's like 30 seconds on a server that i'm downloading this thing it's there is free money you know just absolutely free money for them because i want to pay for the convenience yeah i i still don't just the only thing i can see would be just satisfying us as the consumer that would be the only incentive for them to not just give us the digital when we mm-hmm. a year ago i was uh, in pretty regular communication with the white dwarf team because there was this it's good that we're doing this on a white dwarf episode <laughs> that um i had signed up to subscribe when they had just jumped back into their last version of white dwarf and they made a big deal like when you subscribe here's you're going to get a discount if you subscribe right now and you will get the issue before it gets to the store you know you will have it in your hands in your home before it gets to the store i'm like yeah all right i want that i want to be informed i want to have the knowledge as fast as anyone else from the convenience of my home they had a problem with their american distributor and so it was coming weeks late. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, and they were aware of the issue. And so I was back and forth with them, like, where is my it's, – it's the, it's the first Saturday of the month. Where is my white dwarf? And like, well, it's behind. We're working on it. And it ended up being they had to, like, completely sever their partnership with their American distributor. Oh, no. Because um, I could see you out there in, like, a lawn chair just sitting by the mailbox <laughs> anticipating its delivery. <laughs> uh, because so yeah, sad. I, you know, uh, we're all pretty passionate about this, and they weren't delivering it. So I got in touch with their White Dwarf Digital team, which they've now retired. There isn't currently a White Dwarf Digital mm-hmm. that you can get. But at the time... I was in regular communication with them. Like, hey, I am your, I am a consumer. I have paid for my issue. Uh, it's gonna, it's coming, showing up weeks late. The way you can satisfy me as a customer is give me a digital download. 
Yeah. You know, if you're not going to come through, oh, yeah. you're there not going to come through with your physical copy that I have paid for. And one of the things I bought when I when I paid for it was that it would be here on this date. And it's consistent. It's months in a row that it's not here. So you, you should give me digital copies of these ones that were late. And you should continue giving me digital copies so long as you know this issue is going to go. Yeah. And they said, I, ha- I still have the email. They said, paraphrasing, that's a different group of people. We're not responsible. We are the digital team. We are not going to make up for that for them. And I, I said, no, you know what? You're all White Dwarf. You're all Games Workshop. You're all one team. If someone drops the ball, you better pick it up. Yeah. You know? Uh, but they did it's not. Not it. They, yeah, they did not see it the same uh, way. So man. Maybe it's just a different customer service mindset, you know, a different, like, client-based mindset that just wasn't there when this particular problem happened and i i want it to trans i want it to transfer over to to our demands on the same subject is for like taking care of your 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 client you know which is us we're the consumer why is the designer commentary and the faq two different downloads hmm. why yeah i mean he explains why he's like why he split it up the designer commentary just answering questions and the faq is changing rules yeah i get i get it (laughs) it doesn't have to be two different documents right because you almost need them both you have to have them both you're gonna you're gonna because you have a if you're gonna play a game if i show up to a game and for example, yeah. Can I give you an example? Yeah. Uh, I, I, sorry I to cut you off. It. No, go for it. I think we're going to say the same thing. Is it the artillery? I, I was going to say that I as a, when I show up to a game to play with someone else, yeah. I need to understand the rules in my battle tone. Correct. Yeah. So I if I I have I have a response as as just like our social compact, I have a responsibility to have read and understand both of these documents. Hmm. Yeah. You know know how to the be rule a fair is player. to be played yeah yeah right yeah and, and know of any changes yeah right. exactly so if i come in there and i play a rule wrong you know maybe in a friendly game okay in a tournament you know that's a big deal you, yeah. you denied someone a trophy potentially because you played a rule the wrong way the way you shouldn't have right um, and if, if you play it wrong with us what what, what do you get for that I have to do a, a shot of Bugman's. Well, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. But but we we feel bad, so we usually do a shot with you. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> it's kind of a community. That's why, because like, you hey, feel bad. You're pulling us all down with you yeah. when you do this. So don't do that. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. it's not. I feel like it's easier on them. Like, I don't know you, Nicholas. You know way more about this than I do. But as far as like maintaining servers, like mm. isn't that just one less document to keep track of and like keep filed properly on a server if you're. Yeah, I mean, it costs money for people to be downloading content from your servers. Yeah. So, you know, every time they pull in a PDF, pull in a, pull down a PDF, pull down a PDF, you know, you're, you know, the the organization GW is paying for those downloads. Yeah. Essentially. Um so, uh, you know, you're right. You would well, yeah, you would want it to be the least amount of those documents being downloaded. Yeah, and if um, I have to get two documents for the one book, hmm. I, I don't know why you couldn't just put them in the one PDF. So if it's a tracking version dates or something like that, I don't know why you couldn't do that internally in the document that you download. You can say FAQ slash, you know, commentary 
updated on such and such date. And then when you open it on the first page, it says no changes to the uh, to the commentary as of X date. Right. But most recent changes to the FAQ are here yeah. in magenta like they normally do. Right. Exactly. I don't know. It's just. It's, yeah. It, it makes it an extra unnecessary step. And it's one more thing to print and read and bring along. Because even if I, like he's saying, I wrote the rules the way they're meant to be interpreted. Don't read into it more than what's there. It's rules is written. Okay. I get it. I still have to make sure I read the FAQ to make sure that I do understand it, you know, because right. I think I understand it. And and so far I haven't seen a lot, definitely not with the daughters of Cain that like it hasn't caused any confusion, but still like if I don't double check, I'm not doing my part. Right. You know? So. Yeah, exactly. And then you get stuck into a spot like we did when we were at crucible playing the two tournament or the team tournament. Yeah. And I had no reason to think that there was, and if it like there was a, a designer's commentary essentially interpreting it wasn't a change of rules it was just interpreting what it was and you can target the crew separate from the artillery machine yeah and it was everybody was everybody was doing it everybody was doing it and here little old me just thinking, all right, all right, I'm going to shoot my cannons and like what the hell are you doing boy <laughs> <laughs> because we had never interpreted it that way exactly. because it because eighth edition that's not how it was and so when you make a transition from one system to another you you, you anticipate i still run into this talking dnd there's still all these little things that i was so and everybody i'm sure will judge me again saying how much i like fourth edition dnd because i like fourth edition dnd he there said were, it folks he said <laughs> not to go on a tangent <laughs> fifth fifth edition dnd is not different than fourth edition DD. People think fifth is so much it's so much more streamlined. It's so much faster. It's so much easier to play. No, it's the same game. It's just the tweaks are so minor. Anyway, I'm not gonna get on so much of a tangent, but if if you think fifth edition is better than fourth edition, you, you change, need to change his mind. I think I think you should find some battle like some like live games where you don't know which edition they're playing and tell me what's different. You know? Mm. But anyway, there's little things, there's little trend, there's little subtle things that are different between the two systems. Um, one was that you had to shift away or create uh, an opportunity attack. You could use a shift movement. Right. Uh, in fourth edition, fifth edition, you have to disengage. Uh, so you, you you forego your ability to attack that turn if you're going to get out of combat right because so all of your attention and activity is is to you know, get away from them right step so, away so naturally having spent someone time so much time in one edition is jarring to not recognize that that rule is just not in this next edition yeah so there's no reason for you to think that your artillery could be targeted but because they didn't say that outright with um age of sigmar yeah, now that I'm in to doing the podcast and 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 I learned my lesson with that scenario with the artillery and and you know being caught with my pants down essentially. Yeah, I knew now that I need to be up on the FAQs and the designer commentaries. If I just bought the models in my book and and was just playing at the store, how would I ever know that I need to do that yeah. without somebody telling me? 
you're playing that rule wrong. No, this is how it is. How? Why is it different? It says it's yeah, here in my right book. In it doesn't book. say that at all in my book. It doesn't say in in the War Scrolls, it doesn't say that the artillery can be targeted separately. Oh, no, that's in the designer's commentary. Yeah. The what? Right. You, I'm oh. supposed to follow those rules. Right. <laughs> yeah, so if I'm not a subscriber to that content, yeah. I would never know that. Yeah. And then just if you didn't get this white dwarf, you might not know this designer yeah. commentary yeah. was out there. There's no, I mean, you have to kind of dig for it. And that's what I feel like this White Dwarf is going to be with this change. It's going to be a lot of, you know, putting out rules changes, new rules. Here's a a little expansion on this. So this is going to be a a very key component in keeping up with things is this White Dwarf. Yeah. And then they come out with a new artillery model, and it doesn't have the same rules, and it specifies that you can't target them. So what he says... Now, I'll just... Little tangent. You, you tiny should, tangent. This is, tiny val- tangent. this is a very valid gripe that you have. He says in here that when... He says, this is what you need to do. Go upstream. Right. And, and and he says, look at the rules. Okay, so it, you don't think it clarifies something for you. Go to something else that compares it and go and use that as the upstream model of, okay... I'm using that is more clarifying and it's a similar situation so that also that also bleeds over to me and that's how we interpret the rule. Yeah. So if I was now playing and I didn't happen to see this Duarden dispossessed commentary on the Ironweld whatever mm-hmm. artillery you can target the crew and I was just playing and I look over and here's the stormcast that says nope you can't target them separately I would say no, that came out later than the designer's commentary. So now this supersedes whatever came out in the past. Yeah. That's me going upstream. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, that, and, and then he says to, you know, to also check the official, whatever. It's just, there's a lot of this compared to this, to that, to that, to this. Anyway, that's my tangent. No, I, I it seemed like a, a, a big mistake yeah. to me. To say that you could, you could target the crew separately. Yeah, you know, I, I, I once they came out with the stormcast model, they should have changed that for every artillery unit. Because why? They're, the model isn't different. Yeah, you know, looking right. at the model, it's just two guys standing next yeah. to a war machine. Right. Why would all that all of a sudden change? There's no reason why, to me, other than you need to buy that model. And not buy those other models. Which, if that's the case, if that's what they're doing, which I understand the impulse, but it's still not taking care of us as the consumer. Right. We bought our product. Yeah. You know, and our, our product is still valid. Don't don't take away the value. This is what Apple got in tr- trouble for with the iPhone, that they were intentionally slowing down older phones when they didn't have to, right? Just to try and get people to buy new phones yeah you know power creep in a lot of so many so many different games trying to get you to buy the new physical thing when they don't have to do that and there's so many other ways to like with the pdfs the digital stuff that we can download there's so many other ways to get our dollar without without having to take these kind of underhanded tactics yeah we should move on we should move on, not to gripe, because I still love the game. Like, yeah. what, what are we no. doing here? <laughs> this I guy, love the game. I mean, you know, Age of Sigmar 2.0 should have come out, should have been the first edition. I feel like that should have been the first edition. Yeah. But, you know, I like the second edition. It's a really good edition. 
I feel really I good it. where we are right now. I, this yeah. is this so, for me. This is ninth edition. Yeah. So I still got yeah, props I feel for the same way. you know. Like, Jervis this is Johnson. fantasy ninth edition. Yeah. Uh, with so much joy. How yeah. many nights have we spent together playing this game and just loving it and yeah. having a great time and just dedicating so much time and just getting so much joy out of it. You know, but there's there's these subtle things that we have genuine complaints about, you right. know, and we're not alone. Yeah, you know, I've heard a lot of these complaints before from other yep. people. So the next section, do we want to take a break here? Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll jump back into skirmish. The one thing I want to say is that how important, how great skirmish is for someone who doesn't have a single painted model. Yeah. You start with skirmish. You need maybe you need five models. You start with all heroes. You start with just the cool ones. That that was good for us. Yeah. Just to get our campaign going and to feel energized about it. Like let's paint the models while we play. Oh, exactly. It gave you, know? you that focus. Gave you a goal. You didn't feel like you needed you know two thousand points painted up. And and how how good is that too for the beginner who's just this, getting into the game? Like yeah. you know Killian is. And uh, just learning it, you know, on a smaller scale and then building up. I, th- I think that's a great thing. Yeah. And I want to talk, too, about how Shadespire, Night Vault, Underworlds, how those are similar to Skirmish, but very different yes. in other ways. Oh, all right. So let, we'll take a break and we'll jump back into it. In an age of darkness... The gods of chaos reign. A war for mortal souls rages on. The mortal realms have been ground beneath the iron heel of the dark gods. These monstrous deities once believed their final victory to be near. Yet they have the forces of order that stand against them. All right, we're back from our biological break. <laughs> and well, what's this sitting in front of us? Well, uh-oh. Hey, uh, here's, uh, here. here's some Bugmans appeared. Yeah, some Bugmans brew is bug, appeared. The Bugman fairy came. What, or... what, on, the, on the earthly plane, what do we call this? Jägermeister? Yeah, I believe yes, it is, it is Jägermeister. Jägermeister. So cheers. Cheers, cheers to Bugmans and White Dwarf. Hmm. Still not bad. Nope. Goes down um, too easy. I went through a long phase with the Eggermeister, which I just just couldn't stand it because it was it was one of those nights that things oh, went really bad. No. <laughs> and I just like you know how like certain tastes end up melding. Yeah. I went through a phase with Jägermeister, but now I'm back to nice. really liking yeah. it again. You you uh you miscast. I miscast your, with yeah. my Jägermeister yeah. spell. But now <laughs> see what it reminds you of. Yeah. All these good things. Yeah. Good things. Yeah. White dwarf. Yeah. Uh, Warhammer. Warhammer. Yeah. 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 So we play a lot of Triumph and Treachery together. A lot. Oh, yeah. And Bugman's has a special place in our heart. The first Triumph and Treachery <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah. Liver. Yeah, before it was even called Triumph and Treachery. Yeah. We just did three-player games. There was the one oh, yeah. there was the one map in the in the book that lended itself to a multiplayer game, yeah. which was Bugman's. And you would that's right. You would, uh, you would, you know, um, jockey for uh, uh, controlling his cart and controlling the actual brewery itself. 
Right. So, you know, like whoever was closest to the cart, the cart would turn and move 2d6 inches in the opposite direction or something like that. Yeah. I like the random movement of the cart because it's it's, it's gone wild and you're trying to capture the cart and you get points for the cart and you get points for holding the brewery. But then there were special rules for the brewery too, right? Didn't you have like oh, some kind of like right. whoever was garrisoned inside mm-hmm. the the brewery was like drinking the whole time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. And they had a roll each yep. time, or else right. like a stu- like a stupidity roll yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I think their leadership went up so that they didn't have to do what the old equivalent of a bow shot. Excuse me. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> the bugman's getting to me. Uh, the old equivalent of. Uh, Battle shock. I can't remember what that leadership test we used to have to take. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to take that. They would have like the unmodified bravery, whatever. But right. you, but you weren't. You couldn't rely on them to not attack when there was an enemy nearby. You couldn't make them hold. They would. They would charge if they had the chance. Yeah. Yeah. That was so much fun. That's where we got our start. You know, the three of us playing yeah. together, playing right. that Bugman's over and over again, and that's yeah. how we ended up deciding <laughs> that Jägermeister was the Bugman's brew. Yeah. And to, to go back a little further, the start of this for me personally mm-hmm. was um, Yahoo used to do this thing called Yahoo Free Cycle. So they used to have this like group that you could be a part of and you would sign up for this free cycle, which was essentially like notifications when somebody would be giving something away for free in your area. And somebody uh, posted at some point. Most times it was like, hey, we're giving away dishes. We're giving away lawn equipment. We're giving away furniture. We're giving away books. Well, this person posted, I'm giving away these miniatures. And I want them to go to somebody who will play it and not just sell them on eBay. And my wife tracked these free cycles. She was like, hey, is this something you would want? And I was like, why not? Yeah, yeah I like toys. Because <laughs> I have like tons of Star Wars and I had tons of G.I. Joes at the time and different things like that. Um, and so I took the person up and we went out there and she gave me this box full of old Ralpartha miniatures. Oh, yeah. yeah. And in a, ca- a nice case too, right? Yeah, it was yeah. this nice case. And uh, she had already been painting a bunch of them. And they were just like just a ton of old models from Ralpartha. And also, she threw in th- this, maybe the starter set at some point from Warhammer, which was about, uh, I'm trying to think, maybe like 20 goblin archers and 20 elf spearmen and a couple other things. Yeah. But that was it. I had no idea what this game was. So I like, I'm taking pictures and I'm Googling to try and match what it is and i find out it's this game warhammer and it's not like this is 1995 or anything this is like uh, what 2008 or 9 or 2009 i think 2000 or maybe no 2012 oh okay i think because yeah. i have to I have to look it up but i think i have a, a picture of i have a picture of the night we met mm. um because we went to a rift see tracks. a rift tracks i can't remember the name jason of it. and the argonauts no, it wasn't Jason the Argonauts. Oh no, but it was it was that same type of fantasy film. Okay, it was the one that had the dragon men, but the dragon men were just these like dudes in armor that were too heavy and they were just like <laughs> weave back. And, it was ridiculous. It was an early, it, 
Okay. It, I don't think it was. It wasn't okay. Jason the Argonauts because that's that's actually pretty good. This was really oh. bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I met you right around the same time that I met Mark, because Mark and I met through Spooky Empire mm-hmm. and uh, through the. Uh, rockabilly zombie weekend movie yeah, and film. all those events yep. yeah because i was an extra on that did mel do some extra work on that no no, no 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 but you that was your uh sister-in-law no your your brother-in-law's right correct yeah your brother-in-law and sister-in-law that yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, can't yeah. tell yeah. them apart sometimes well i mean they're both oh yeah, yeah they, they're, <laughs> they're, <laughs> but once exactly, like one's yeah. actually mel's brother yes exactly yeah, yeah. yes yes so we all like met right around the same time. So oh really? I didn't yeah. know. You. I thought you guys were friends earlier than that. I think maybe a little bit before, but not oh, by okay. much. Yeah. Um, so you got me into Warhammer. Through, I did. Yeah, because we we started talking about because you had just gotten those miniatures and we mm-hmm. started talking about it that night. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I want to check out these miniatures. Sure. I'm yeah. S- and we, I was playing D and D at the time. Yeah. So I wanted to. And check who doesn't that love out. goblins? Right, right yeah, yeah. especially playing D and D. Are they called glitz now? <laughs> oh, that's right, glitz. Never no. mind. Gits, grits, grits. grits. They're grits. <laughs> the oh wait, grits. maybe it's gits. I said glitz earlier. Oh, you did say glitz. <laughs> so <Ooh>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> use the sound bite for edit it later. Yeah. Gits, gits, or whatever. However, that, yeah, it. I'm just gonna cut it back in. Gits. So <laughs> yeah. you said no. it right the first time. You're saying <laughs> glitz or glitz. grits. It was oh, gits. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're the the. And whoever is listening to this is like, oh, God, those guys, they're so fucking stupid. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so painfully dumb. It just gets, we just get dumber as we But that was the on. beginning. And I that just got the beginning. We yeah. just got started. <laughs> the anyway. gloom spike glitz. <laughs> uh, it makes sense. It's glit. Glit? Glitz. Glit. I don't know. You just need to go back <laughs> yeah. and... Uh, do the sound sample of Herman Munster playing the judge and my cousin Vinny <laughs> saying grits and just yeah. to use that. <laughs> yep. Um, um, yeah. So I, I and I don't remember how I got in, how I like what what first army I got or whatever. I I'm trying to think now. I remember going over the first time we played. Yeah. You had, I think you had elves and goblins, and oh, you had. I remember yeah. you had a bunch of those spider riders. Okay, I bought a bunch of stuff on eBay for the goblins, and I think I had gotten that battle starter for yeah. mm. the the high elves. Yeah, whatever that was. Oh, um, something that? before the where you got island the, of blood because the, the island of blood was the skaven and the high elves. Mm-hmm. I got the half, the one half of Island of Blood, which was the elves, the 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 rider on the the eagle. Because at one point we split an Island of Blood. Yeah. After I decided, okay, I'm into this. We split it, and you took the elf side of no, it. No, I took the Skaven. Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, I took the Skaven. I, I started. You took the up. Skaven, and you took the Griffin Rider because I already had the Griffin Rider. That's right. And you used the Griffin Rider for your Dark Elves. Yes, that's right. But I didn't get into Dark Elves right away. I was definitely into the Skaven mm-hmm. first. So yeah. I, when we started getting into it, I started getting really into it on Facebook. And so I put some stuff out there on Facebook. And Mark, you saw that like, oh, Warhammer. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, a, I, knew, I, I knew you were a, you know, a, a D&D player yeah. and all. And uh, I want to say, like, you know, I mean, Warhammer's been around for so long. But I think that was like the one game that I'd never played. Oh. Because I was big into you know D and D and BattleTech and Car Wars and 
you know, all the different, you know, Steven Jackson games that were out at the time and uh, just about any sort of role-playing Call of, Call of Cthulhu. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. But yeah. Warhammer, nope, never played. So I was like, ooh, let's do this. Ooh. Yeah. Awesome. And thousands of dollars later. Thousands yeah. of dollars later. <laughs> right? don't, we don't talk about the money. Oh, got it. This is, I think this should be one agreement we have. We okay. only talk about money when we have a way to save money. If there's no okay. way to save money, we don't then talk let's, about it. let's just then not then, talk yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. It's gauche. So what, what I found out is I actually knew about Warhammer a long time ago, but I didn't know it. I didn't remember it. Because I had a board game, which wasn't a board game. It was like a battle mat game called Battle Masters. Hmm. And it was this big, big box. And it had all these trays. And you put all these guys in the in, in the trays. It, it essentially was Warhammer. I mean, it was made by Games Workshop. It was called Battle Masters. And it was, um, it was goblins and orcs versus like empire like uh not empire the uh who was the other knight faction bretonian bretonians so it had kind of like that mesh of empire and bretonians um but i had no idea that it was warhammer yeah games workshop and yeah somebody bought it for me by by random and mm-hmm. it was like the only kind of game like that i had and then whatever that got like given away at some point and and then I got into this randomly. You found your way back. It Yahoo was like free a, cycle. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, amazing. Here we are. Here we are. Like and completely 100% bought in. in. Bought in. Like 100% bought into this. Like, yep. I can't yeah. let I can't let these golf clubs collect dust in the garage. This like I'm I'm yeah. I'm in now. Yeah, and like to the point where my wife's like, you know, oh, you're such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> like but, but she knows what to get you every Christmas or any does. other, you know, special exactly. holiday. Yeah. And we're all having a great time. That's you could probably presence. maybe in the background you might hear my little puppy Luna. Oh, she's she's barking in the background. So she wants she wants to be here, but she, she wants is, to play Warhammer. <laughs> she wants to play Warhammer. <laughs> she wants she's, to maybe eat some of them. <laughs> she's four months old, and she's not. I haven't been able to get her to stop barking when she wants attention yet, but mm. that's because this is my first time being a puppy owner. Yeah. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still learning. She's learning about, you know, when, when she can have attention and not. So if you do hear her, hear her barking in the background, she's not malnourished or abused. She's, <laughs> she's well, she hears taken, us having fun and she wants to have, she fun. wants to have fun. She's, she's, she's well taken care of, but she's just, you know, She's just jealous. That's why you hear her barking yeah. in the background. So I apologize. So that's uh, that was the uh, trip down memory Sorry. lane about how we got yeah, together. That no, was not planned. No, Sorry totally not planned. But that's you know, that, but... Bugman's brings out the yeah. nostalgia. Oh, yeah. the good times. We were at your old place on uh, Kensha. Yeah, I mean, it, it, when it, we played, you're right, and it just reminds me. Like I had even no idea what size table we were supposed to have. No, so I had bought like these, like. Uh, like uh these boards from home depot that weren't even like they weren't even like one inch thick plywood they were like the like the the tiny half inch or yeah no like quarter inch like not mdf but what's the wood version up from mdf it's like like a particle board yeah it's like whatever it was it was like the quarter inch up version of beyond mdf and it 
had two pieces of it and I was making some weird version of the like triangle that we were trying to create so that we could play Bugman's. Do you remember that? Oh I, yeah, it was cuz we ended up with like an L shape. Yeah, it was like there was like an L shape part of the board. Yeah. So it kind of helped that the people who the person who was in the middle actually couldn't get attacked in a direct line. You had to actually move mm-hmm. around that L shape. I was like, such a noob. I was like I had no like and I might We all were. I mean, yeah. we, I had no idea. Yeah. And there were so many <laughs> nights. start somewhere, you know? <laughs> so many nights. There was one night in particular where we were playing Bugman's, and it was at your place, and I had just painted a new Hydra. And mm. I was so excited. Yeah. So excited. And I just didn't anticipate the charge distance. And so first turn, Mark killed my Hydra. <laughs> I was so disappointed. It just, oh, it just crushed my whole night. I thought, and like, I, I like... Oh, I remember that because it like came out of your case and then it went the right back in the case. Right back in. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Oh, I, son of a... I try not to be a bad loser. I try so hard, but it's like I'm fighting my entire nature sometimes. When, when, <laughs> when I... When it's my fault and I didn't see it coming, I, I have a really hard time not getting down on myself. And this was one of those nights where I'm just like, oh, I don't even want to be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys hadn't even fought yet. So I'm like, oh, I've got like just like one quarter of my army left. There's nothing I can do. There's no way I can win. And like, I, and when we sit together to play our like three-player games... There's no way it's less than four hours. Yeah. Oh, jeez. No, usually, usually, <laughs> usually the sun's coming up yeah. as early going home. Well, I remember uh, that being an early, not so happy time. But like the majority of the time, we got together to play. Like just the the silliness that would happen, and the, the watching this like barrel of bugmans on the table, and that like dwarf wagon you would like yeah, yeah. Um, bash the, the yeah, so much fun. When then then the actual triumph and treachery set came out yeah and for us the three of us always playing that was like this is perfect like it was made for us yeah Yeah. like they heard us yes with the coins and the cards and the betrayal i like that and just bribing one another yep (laughs) i need to open that box up again just to figure out um what's in there that we can use with the current uh aos 2.0 Uh, what what's still valuable and what we can still use and incorporate, even if it's just that bag of coins, you yeah. know, to not have it just sitting on the shelf. We can yeah. use those to keep track of. I um, think there's definitely a, that part of it that can be used. Yeah, because yeah. that kit, when it came out in like 2014, 2015, it, it was, was gorgeous. Little, yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful box. Yeah. The Triumph and Treasury box with the rule book, mm-hmm. the, the deck of cards and that like pouch of little like fake coins that are all the different mm-hmm. uh shapes and sizes very yeah. much dungeons and dragons with like the different values and and that actually kind of was the first rendition of random person goes first mm. that is true because yeah, it was, it was very always different way to so play. rigid with fantasy yeah and then in in triumph and treachery it was like draw the card yeah. yeah, that person goes yeah, first, you and that, you're yeah. like, oh, yep. And then now Age of Sigmar is like that between two people and now three people. Yeah, but I think that's a more fun way. Like, sword, yeah, yeah, I get to go first. You're like, oh, darn it. <laughs> so I like it. I 
We do. Yeah, it was we great. should meld the two. For yeah, sure. I think there's definitely a way to incorporate that stuff so it's not just collecting dust on yeah. the shelf when we go and do these games. We should record one of these games sometime too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've got we've we have the means. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do it then. Yeah. <laughs> so, but speaking of recording stuff, uh, skirmish. Yes. Back 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 to, to, back the to skirmish. Uh, I love skirmish and like we were just saying before the break that such a great way to start a new army mm-hmm. you know because you can start with like four or five models and try things out before before you commit to painting like this whole big thing you know like before you commit to painting you know 30 models in a unit realizing like i don't really like the way these play on the table i painted one i played it you know for me, like say daughters of Cain, like I gotta choose between which elves with paired weapons, which elves with bucklers, or sisters to slaughter with uh paired weapons or bucklers, no paired weapons, whips or yeah. mm-hmm. uh I can I can paint a couple of each and yeah. play them and skirmish and see, oh okay, I like these, I don't like these, you know. Or or try different heroes out, you know, like um I wish I had tried out the Night Quester more before I committed to using him because he was just a just a waste a little bit <laughs> oh, of a dud man you know, the night quester was a big dud uh he doesn't have any command abilities what the hell anyway he, he's made for underworld or not underworld he's made for um uh silver tower okay yep um mm-hmm. yep. what's what's the name the silver tower is the box the name of the game warhammer quest warhammer quest he's made for warhammer quest but anyway, it's it's a great way to try out different units and yeah. see how they match up, and a great excuse to like. I I only want to play with painted models, so I'm going to start with this skirmish game, and as I expand, you know, each time we meet up every couple of weeks, we play a skirmish game. My everybody's painted, but I'm it's not like I'm showing up to a two thousand point game with a bunch of gray models that are sticky tacked together, you know that like yeah. you're every game you play you can you've got enough time and a small enough army that you can just show up with stuff that you've finished painting you can show off what you painted to your friends and play these small fast games when and if you're learning the rules too like i don't really understand how these war scrolls interact you know shorter faster games to learn how to play instead of these like two hour games where you're like keep looking up rules and coming back right skirmish is great for that yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I like that fast play too because you can get a couple games in a night. You know, absolutely. So, yeah, you know, if there's not too much bugmans involved. Well, yeah, there, <laughs> there is that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it's great because you get to focus on those few models, and you still get as much gameplay almost as you do at a at a full at a full game. Yeah, that you would. You know, you're just you're just managing one person instead of a unit of 10 yeah and so it's still a lot of fun yeah all right so talking about the new rules for skirmish versus the old rules for skirmish right do you guys feel like you have an awareness of what's changed i, th- I think so what one of the things i like well talk yeah keep talking about that and i'm gonna bring the dog in here so oh she there we go crying. excellent <laughs> i don't know how much is audible <laughs> Do we need to take a quick break and uh, let her? Oh, good. No. no, we're gonna be. Like, I'm gonna see if I can do this like a Bond villain with this puppy Ooh. in my lap. There we go. <laughs> see, probably the way she's behaving right now. Probably not. 
seen you before. Yeah, destroy everything, flip the table. Yeah. Gnawing on my hand, climbing across the table. I, I thought if I brought her in here, you, you can't you can't see her, but I'm holding her up, and she's like a, a dog trying to swim in the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the new Ideneth Teepkin, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Except it's a, except it's a, a little um, Havanese furry. poodle puppy. Be free. Be free. <laughs> this, um, this puppy just going nuts, licking everybody and attacking us while we try to record. Oh, this oh, is she's presenting the belly. Or um, I, must, I must. So, so professional, uh, <laughs> professional recording. So the first version of Skirmish came yes. out, and it was a slightly different points system. It was a very different point system because it yeah. was very uh, specific yeah. to yeah. only certain units. Yeah. And, uh, and what you had pointed out was it, it, it seemed like you couldn't use any of the older stuff. You know, it was all, it was all like the newer models at yeah, the time. Yeah, right. They had know. specific models that had yeah. that Yeah, point. that's right. And if they weren't included yeah, in that, that list, it. you couldn't use it. Like, good luck. Yeah, but now you can. Now oh, you can yeah. use anything. Now, yeah, now they actually do a formula where that's they bring it into, huge. you know, the larger AOS games. And yeah. uh, so, so if uh, you know the point total, you can do it. Yep. So and you can basically use anything. Yeah. Uh, so I think the way the point total formula works is that you uh, take the cost of bringing the minimum number. So uh, for the witch elves, for example, witch yes. elves currently cost 100 points to bring in. The minimum number is 10 witch elves. Okay. So a single witch elf would then uh, be, you know, one tenth. So 10 points. 10 points, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. So you're dividing the uh, ultimate cost of the smallest unit right yeah and then divide that by the that unit size yes yeah so, so yeah. if you had uh say i just off the top of my head I, I can't remember what a liberator costs but if it was you know 100 points for five then each liberator would then cost 20 points mm -hmm. right yep. that's yep. how the math works. and so if sisters of slaughter 120 points so they're 12 points each so that's how that's how the new points system works. Yeah, and it also says that if you're going to bring a unit champion, that that's an extra five points. Exactly, because because yeah. they consider that an upgrade. And the same yes. thing with you know like uh, what is is it doing like banners and uh, musician as well? Oh, that's, that, that's is, is that question. an upgrade as well? I believe so. I think you're right. So there's every, a point every cost to that, is, which yeah. makes sense. You know, any sort of specialty item that you're adding. Yeah, and uh, and some of the rules are the same where you can uh, only add one war scroll. Yes. Okay. Per that specific. Unit. Right. right. So, so I, so. I, if I bring a witch elf. Yes. Any additional witch elves I bring are part of the same unit. Right. They fall under that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you can't have a separate unit of right. witch elves. Right. Yeah. So if I bring yeah. two witch elves, they, they are they still work together right, right exactly yeah, they're, yeah. they're going to be under that one war scroll yes and the same thing with only bringing uh one champion in from a war scroll yeah so yeah yep. and it's five points to the cost of a champion mm -hmm. or five points to the cost of an upgrade yeah yes but what that means is you could bring in a champion and give them an upgrade i thought that i thought the champion was the upgrade 
Well, you would give them five points for the champion, and then you would have to add another five points if that same model was to take one of the upgraded weapons. Oh, yes. So okay. if you were to say, hey, I'm the champion. Oh, that's right, yeah. Great. You're the one-tenth, so let's say it's the Witch Elves. You're ten, po- you know, 10 points per model. Yep. So then you say, I'm the champion. I'm now 15 points. If there was an upgrade to the Witch Elf that gave them a special blade or whatever then it would be an extra five five points gotcha right taking them from 15 to 20 but i believe you still need to follow the rule of if you know you can only have one of these special weapons per number correct you have to abide by any limitations yeah so so if it's only like you know only one in five within the unit can have it then you would need the five right so if you put it on the champion then you've taken up that slot yeah, and it's if it's one for every five, and you only have and you have less than five guys, and your champion takes that upgrade weapon, yeah. you can't put it on another rank and file. Yeah, yeah. I I like it a lot. It, I, I do too. It adds the customization to it. It keeps the points in line with the points we're already receiving, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's not an extra tracking system. Yeah, you don't and, you don't need a whole other table, yeah. to do this. And, and one big thing was having the Warhammer Quest and having all those models to choose from. To now add to skirmish, now I can have a Zinj army yeah. in skirmish, like yep. a Zinj warband. Yeah. But there was this special guy, the guy with the horns and the big staff. Yeah, and he was like the you he wasn't in. Skirmish. He wasn't in the skirmish point, so I couldn't take him. Yeah. But now it's just look up his points. It's just a formula. Now yeah. it's his points because he's one model. So mm-hmm. if it's one model, it's whatever his points are. That is true. If it's 10 models and 100 points, you would obviously divide by 10 and take yep. that as, you know, so like they say in the, the rules, you can play Nagash if you want. Nagash is 800 points. In skirmish, he's eight hundred points. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. So, so you're this, gonna find that he's not gonna be able to fit into a lot of the skirmish games, correct. which is fine. Yeah. You know? I yeah. wish that, I mean, this takes me back to eighth edition because I this is one of the things I really miss in uh, Age of Sigmar is when I've got ten points left in my army. I've got I'm supposed to be making a two thousand point list. Instead, I've got nineteen ninety. I'm like. Can I just put one more witch elf in my list? Yeah, you know what I mean? Can right. I just bring thirty-one witch yeah. elves? Yeah. Just to you round know? it out. Just to round it out. It felt good to be able to hit that number. Yeah. Or yeah. like the list I want to make is ten points over. Can I just bring twenty-nine witch elves to shave those ten points right. off? And they you assume know? now that five and ten is the points you like, or is the numbers you like. Well, what I if I like the quantities of eight? Yeah. What if I like the quantities of seven? That was the thing about fantasy that was that. cool. You got the ability to choose what you wanted to, your quantities to be. Yeah. Did you want your rank and file to be six deep or like six wide and five deep? Yeah. Or whatever, seven wide, three deep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then you're 21. Yeah. So that's that doesn't fit in Sigmar. No. But you <laughs> no. wanted to be seven wide because that helped some sort of maximization of base to base con combat or something like that yeah or or just that that's what worked with the points or just that's how many models i ended yeah. up getting right you know yeah. <laughs> that's true you may have been limited by that as well yeah, yeah. so uh i do kind of I, I miss having that 
little bit of flexibility for Age of Sigmar that I can just bring some like a 10 point model to fill in the gap that you don't get to do in Age of Sigmar right now. Yes. I, agreed. I'm I'm really excited about Skirmish. I like I, I have mixed feelings about it having its own artifact command trait table. Okay. No, I no I understand that. Yeah. I would agree with that. Cuz it would be fun to be able to, you know, pull something, you know, based on where you're playing. Based on where you you're know? playing, or the, the, like the, all those malign sorcery artifacts, all the stuff yeah. that's in your battle tome. That and, would and right be... there, you can't use any endless spells. Yeah, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> I want to bring an endless yeah. spell, even if it costs me 100 points. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I bring 150 points of models and, yeah. you know, the purple sun. And no yeah, summon units, game. so you can't no summon, summon units. No summon units yeah. either. But I guess that's the whole point is to keep it simple. Exactly, and, and I think that's it. Just keep it bare bones, you know, yeah. strip down. You know, just those few models, and uh, keep it to that. So, yeah. um, and, the, and there's nothing that tells us we can't add between us or between the people you're playing with at the store that you can't add elements into the game that you want to add. No, no, right, that, like an endless house spell. rules. And then, yeah, and house rules. Or, they have a whole section yeah, right there. Yeah, or a little paragraph, not a whole section. But, yeah, but right. still, they yeah. mention like, yeah, like you don't it, like what you see here. Yeah, I think it establishes here's the matched play, mm-hmm. and then beyond that, do what you want to do. Well, that, right, yeah, it's, and it's, do yeah. what makes sense. Yeah, between everybody. Here's the core, but you're free to do what you want. You yeah, know, as long as everybody agrees. Yeah, and I'm cool yeah. with that. I'm cool with the match Absolutely. play saying, look, here's the artifacts, here's this, you know, here's the command traits, no endless spells. Uh, no summonable units, blah, 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 blah. If you were to do match points, you know, Crucible doesn't do a skirmish tournament. No. But if they were, they would use the rules that yeah. are fresh out or whatever the most recent rules are for skirmish. Um, but I definitely see between, you know, gaming groups and gaming clubs, people coming in with their own house rules. Yeah. This is the narrative we're playing. This is the campaign. Like, yeah, it's choose, they easily choose, set up. choose stuff from your own realm. Who gives a shit? You know? Right. Stuff like that. So, comparable game that's out there that matches the skirmish game is the Warhammer Underworlds, mm. the Shadespire Night Vault series. Right. Same, roughly unit size you would anticipate you know you you have a, a hero that's really just an upgraded rank and file uh model with the you know the, the other rank and file models with them but it's got all these added really complicated rules and you have to have all these different cards and it for me like if, if i much prefer this game i much prefer skirmish to that i haven't played it but I, the only reason i haven't played it is because I don't want to get caught up with the card collecting aspect that appears to be in there. I apologize for my distraction. I've got this puppy, and like I'm worried that she's just going to eat everything. I uh, devourer of the worlds. I, I like you I've can been cut a, that part out if you want. It looked I, like she was just chewing like a little. Yeah, she was chewing something. I I don't want to edit this part out. I want to share this with everyone. If you haven't been a dog owner or an animal owner, there's nothing quite like finding a piece of plastic. Like it's just string of plastic bag hanging out of your pet's butt. And then you pull it out the rest of the way 
after they've been just doing that like butt scoot across the floor for a while because they can't figure it out. There's nothing quite like that experience of just like bonding with your animal, your you know, pet. Pets get you prepared for kids, for sure. Yeah. It's a lot of similarities, and people hate the similarities, but <laughs> if you've learned how to raise a pet, you've learned how to raise a kid. Pretty much yeah. until the age of three. Until the, like, yeah, until yeah, you start yeah. like the yeah. language yeah. and morality yeah. stuff yeah. starts yeah. coming. Past in. the age yeah, of three, fine. then you're on your own. But yeah, uh, up to three, I, kids and pets are pretty similar. Exactly. I, I know I had thing. no problem whatsoever crate training my kids uh, <laughs> once it came time. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, yeah, that's that's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> so okay. She's or, finding, or what it was, or what it used to be. She's yeah. finding little pieces of stuff, like a, oh, is this a no? I thought maybe it was a twist tie. I have no idea what she's finding or where she's getting it, which is great. Just, just not nerve wracking at all. I think that you know, <laughs> no stress at all. What did, what did she eat? You know, a paperclip. What's that going to cost me? Ten thousand dollars for the surgery <laughs> because she ate a paperclip. You idiot! Don't eat paperclips. Uh, so, Shade Spire versus Underworlds. Underworlds, uh, Revine, uh, Shade, not, uh, Skirmish versus Underworlds. Yes. Skirmish is just straight up, if you've got the means to play Age of Sigmar, you have the means to play Skirmish. You know, you even need less. Mm. But um, Underworlds, it sounds like you need to have cards. You need to have the, you know, the, 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 the grid, the hex Right, no, yeah, yeah. To play on. There's other components that Lots are very of other components. key to that yeah. particular game. And, you know, this is... I should have done more research before jumping into saying so, but it sounds like there's specific cards that are playable for everybody that only show up in certain boxes. So it's, it's like X-Wing yeah. in that. You know, that, like, if you want this special card that gives you this one particular type of upgrade, you have to have bought... Buy all the boxes. You gotta uh, buy everything. You gotta yeah. buy all these thousand dollars of boxes to be able to get that one card that you want or the number, like, fit that many of them into your deck, which is why I'm not gonna be playing Underworlds, you know, <laughs> like, but I, that doesn't mean I don't want to buy the models. Oh, yeah, no, they're awesome. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. I just bought that um, the skeleton one, the skeleton pack from Shadespire. Nice, yeah, because those are great looking models. Yeah. So cool with the one that's halfway out of the ground. Yeah. The one guy that's like, like doing that Captain Morgan pose. Yeah, <laughs> yep. and and yeah, and and I needed a a spearman uh, here, like a champion for yeah. my, you know, for my Death Army, and uh, and I've got one from that series now. So it was a very valuable series. I can use those guys for skirmish. I yeah. can use them in my Age of Sigmar, you know, normal but you, battles. But you got the Underworlds box. I did. Yeah. I, I did go to spend the extra four bucks or whatever to get the cards. Because I can't, like, they they did a release. They did the Underworlds release, and then they released the same models in white boxes that were Age of Sigmar, not Underworlds. That right. you could get that were the same. You, you just got the models. You didn't get any of the rules or the yeah. cards for Underworlds. But I, I don't do that. Why? I mean, what? Spend a couple extra bucks, get the cards. Then if you change your mind, decide you want to play Underworlds, you've got all this stuff. Yeah. I think buying the cards independently would be way harder than getting the models. Mm-hmm. You know, but then like the way people are eBay savvy. You know, like 
you want to customize your own skeleton warriors yeah find someone that's selling those cards on ebay yeah not knowing much about underworlds i I don't want to dive into another game where i have to collect cards to to do it seems Uh, like a beautiful game oh it does beautiful and fast and with a depth that you're probably not going to find in skirmish because you have this deck of cards yeah and it's going to be a little bit more specific skirmish is a little bit more vanilla compared you know as yeah. as, as as far as some other skirmish like Easier. Mordheim I, I mean you know I mean yeah you know Mordheim was really deep yeah it was really kind of had lots of lots of you know each faction had pages of stuff that you could look at for each faction yeah you know but 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 this is to pick it up and go play with your 12 year old get a few games in. yeah just yeah. you know play with try your some stuff club. just yeah it's all the same stuff that you have in the other one it's just mm-hmm. a smaller model size yeah so and this is uh this january white dwarf this is just wave one of the new skirmish stuff because uh, february white dwarf is supposed to have campaign rules yes, for skirmish exactly mm. and i think we need to do this so. absolutely i want to play through this campaign yeah. And what I'm hoping, you, you Nicholas, you mentioned the chapter approved yep. hero creation. I know. I hope. I hope so, please. too. That would yeah, be great. Yeah, you would have called it. So. Yeah. I, let me create my own Warhammer hero and take yeah. them through a skirmish campaign where they get artifacts and they level up. Yes. You know, in like yes. a D&D style where, yeah. they, where they go from being like a you know, a rank and file unit commander to being like an army general, you know, like a really yeah. like major hero by the end of this campaign. That's what, that's what I want to play through. And yes. that's what I hope they're doing. And um, if you don't do that, <laughs> GW, I will do it by taking chapter approved and making it age of Sigmar playable. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do it and give us a reason to like keep coming back every month and like, hey, here's some new stuff you can add to your skirmish campaign. You know, as like it grows. Uh, as That's it grows, awesome. yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. make skirmish every month in in G in White Dwarf. Yeah. That would be great if there was new skirmish stuff every month and have it be its own thing that just exists here. Maybe new artifacts that they add, new, you know, just uh campaigns and the the that's an I'm glad plans. you turned the page. These battle plans are great. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, she loves them too. Luna loves Luna this. Loves battle reports uh, and and uh, battle plans. Battle plans. Let's do it. We're doing it. We are doing it. So so they say two fifty is a good number point wise. Point wise for start. that. So do you want to do that right now? Basically, look through what we have. Decide on two hundred fifty points yeah. worth of skirmish band. Yep, and then uh, really curious about you know what's coming up for this campaign. Mm. I figure by the time that we get everything together, yeah, you know we get our points. The new white dwarf will be out, and then we can go ahead and start that campaign. Perfect. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah let's do it. All right, cool. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm committed. I'm um, I've been playing the daughters that came for so long, and I love them, but I'm ready to start something new. So. That's uh, a good chance. Not, I mean, this, this is, is great. This opportunity. Is the, that's what's so great about skirmish yeah. too. You're starting 250 points of models in skirmish. Yeah. That's that's three to five models. I might have you to know? paint up my Zangors and there we go. acolytes yeah. and do a zinch. God, that would be, be awesome. great. You know, and it, like 
so say we're we're talking about this now two weeks we're gonna play that means you know 250 points two weeks you know you you know 130 points a week and you know yeah one here that's essentially one hero and a few and a few rank and file yeah 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 that's it you want to do that yeah i'm i'm in let's do it all right all right all right yeah yeah all right and we'll uh uh, are we gonna do like our own hero creation? Are we gonna let's surprise each other and not tell each other what we're gonna bring? Okay, and then have like a named hero with a backstory, like a, like a, a character we create with a backstory. Well, I like that too. I like are you that saying too. like we're doing the character, the character builder thing? Or are you think, saying let's grab, let's let's plan like we're doing a character builder thing? Let's okay. plan like that. Like let's create our own character, even if we don't do a character builder thing okay. with backstory, because we don't know what's going to be out next month. We don't. So we might have. Mm. It's just that it's just a couple character of short creation weeks that you are so eager to yeah. have. Okay. I really want that. Yes. I want to make it. And there are. Um, I don't have the. I don't remember the links, but I did save them, and I think I shared them with you guys too. There's at least one group. Maybe there's more groups out there that have made. Uh, great war scroll builders where you can actually they've got like a template of the same war scroll format that you have for all of your uh, war scrolls in your Age of Sigmar army where you can create your own war scrolls you enter you know bravery speed wounds you know oh, yeah. enter the attacks in yourself like all these are already out there and that'd be fun even if we don't end up creating our own statistics it'd be fun to make our own war scrolls for our characters you know that we have named and everything yeah i think that'd be a lot of fun okay sure those yeah and we can and we'll put them out there let's put them out there on yeah. uh instagram and twitter and all that kind of stuff so people can kind of follow along with us while we do this campaign make yeah. their own and make their own yeah yeah, unless they share your heroes yeah, share with us. With us. We, I want to see we, too. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that have way better ideas than we do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll share them with us. Then. Yeah, yeah. So we can, and then we can share their ideas and then talk about that. Exactly. So that's skirmish. So that's our skirmish. plan. We're gonna do our skirmish campaign. I think so. Yes, we must. Uh, still talking about oh, very smart on their part. GW, What's that? The next page what? is uh, like, hey, are you planning to play skirmish? Here's some great boxes you can buy. Two pages, <laughs> pages of yeah. boxes. Oh, thinking about it. Uh, yep. Next section, talking about painting and modeling for your realm, and they're talking specifically about realm of fire. So our first episode we did together, we did we talked about the same subject. We talked about Akshi and how we would paint our models and do their bases and do our battle boards to communicate that we are in this particular realm what did you guys think of this section i, I really enjoyed it i it, it it's fun it, it uh, definitely is and i love the conversions that they did on the pages i mean just totally kit bashing and uh bringing oh, other yeah. models in did you check yeah. that out yeah, yeah. Giving the guys like torches. Yeah, and, yeah, the, uh, the slaughter priest right there, and they yeah. brought it from uh, I believe a forty k model, and it just looks amazing, you know, just changing it up like that. They even on, on the one point on the one side there, they talk about the uh, the one kit of mages, mm -hmm. the battle mage set that I think you can make a couple different wizards out of that battle yeah. mage set. That if you don't use the fire parts from those kits, you can add those bits. 
you know, su- making suggestions. And if you have leftover bits that are flames, yeah, put them really on your, yeah, yeah put them perfect. on your models that are from the realm of fire. Have fire everywhere. Yeah. With the necromancer holding basically like some sort of tiki torch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't, don't tor- have anybody oh. holding tiki torches. <laughs> tiki torches. <laughs> here, here in the southern part of the United States, this is tiki torches are still a sore subject for all of us. <laughs> I had to do something better. Do be, be better. Be yeah, better. don't do tiki torches. I uh, do like the charred zombies. Yeah, that's great. The charred, charred they had zombies that are all burned up with actual fire that's still cool. on them. Yeah, that is brilliant. That is great. I like yeah that uh, admiral with the fire coming out of his hammer. Yeah, that 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 is pretty badass. Yeah, it's really great. And that you know, so we've been doing some series here where you know a few of the episodes we're highlighting different realms and talking about what we would see in those realms. And yeah, I think this just helps accent that. Like we, you know, people should be filling out the realms in which their people are coming from. Yeah, I, I think and that's an important. Take ownership. If Age of Sigmar, you're coming from one of these realms. Your your models are coming from one of these realms, and this should somehow be reflected. That no pressure, obviously, but that yeah. should be somehow reflected where you're coming from. But I, I say that, but at the same time, people that are focused on rules and the advantages of the rules, like. It would really suck to say, I'm from the Realm of Shadow, and it turns out nothing about the Realm of Shadow will benefit my army. If only I'd made them from the Realm of Metal, you know? If that was from the Realm of Beasts, I'd be so much better off. But I look at everything. Everything's got torches and flames on it, and I'm Damn from Akshi now. Oh. Yeah. And look at the bases. Yeah. Base designs. And I like that there's not just the one. Like, when we were talking oh, about yeah. it, you know, in our first episode, we were talking about lava bases. Yeah, but they've got lots of different options mm-hmm. there. Yeah. The the Onyx Halls, that's kind of what I'm going for, uh, for my Ulgu. I like that Realm of Shadow yeah. stuff okay. for yeah. the yeah, Daughters that, of Cain. That doesn't necessarily scream Akshi to me. No, that's, but definitely like the Phosphor Plains, like that fits. You know, yeah. like dried up rocks and mm-hmm. dirt and cracks and. La- yeah, l- lava fields, especially <laughs> the base lava. Is lava. That's, that, that's like a <laughs> that's that's over the top action. Oh, that's absolutely yeah. yeah. But I, the, I I I like the fire slayers that have like the red red skin. Yeah, yeah. You know. are, and we and when we did the action episode, I was talking about exactly that that they the fire slayers always seemed to me that it never made sense how they moved underground. It's, it's from magical means, but they're actually like elementally like, yeah, you know, they're infused with fire. That's how they can like and, move through the earth. And that right there, that paint scheme just shows that. Yeah. Yeah. Fun to think about the dryads coming from oh, the realm of fire. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah. Particularly dangerous for you. Yeah. <laughs> how about a little fire scarecrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's something like to explore... They say there's a bit of every faction in every realm. Mm-hmm. We haven't done a Shaiish, you know, realm of death. How are there, how are there communities in Shaiish? Well, that you know, because I mean? it's like I know we're gonna dive into it, but it's like Ravenloft. Yeah, for yeah. me, it's like Ravenloft. These people are trapped in this realm that's like they're constantly reminded of the. 
their mortality and surrounded by ghosts and zombies and exactly. skeletons. It's and like Halloween vampires. Town from. Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. something from Tim Burton. Yeah. There's, Maybe at some point it was different, and that's why they started to expand into Shaiish. But or, then at or some point. Or they were just. That's how the, that's the only place they had. A, they, they didn't have a choice. They were just found themselves there. Like, oh yeah. my God, we have to settle. We have to find a way to survive here because we can't get out. Yeah. There was a fourth edition supplement, which going back to D&D, fourth edition, even if you're not playing, because that edition is not as loved, still has the same, even though you don't like the game mechanic, still has the same amazingly talented writers uh, and, and game creators that put out piles and piles of supplements to mine for your own games there was one and i'll look it up before we do our episode about the realm of death there was one town one city in particular which was a dwarven city that the for whatever reason the magic that was contained in this dwarven city the ghosts of the dead would just still wander around and so you you'd be like your ancestors would just be hanging out with you in this ghostly form and you're like everybody's okay with it they're just like oh yep you know there's great 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 grandfather who's just watching me work away at the smithy giving me tips and pointers <laughs> telling me i'm not good enough you yeah, know nagging me all the time yep. <laughs> yeah uh that they're all there and that you would just have these interactions with these ghosts that you couldn't you couldn't physically interact with but you would have these like communication interactions and i could see that being another kind of like the realm of death thing to experience oh, yeah there's so much here to mine and just uh find fantastic uh i i did really enjoy this this section looking looking at painting tips and way to, ways to customize ways to make your table the way they did that terrain they talk again here about the citadel paint app i don't think mm -hmm. we've talked about the citadel paint app on our show yet oh mm -hmm. my god i love it me too, because it's so hard to keep track of what paint I have yeah. in my inventory. When I go to the store, I'm like, uh, do I need more <laughs> exactly, orange? Exactly, because I used to do a list, but I, w I would always forget that list at the house yeah. anytime I wound up there. You find some place that's like, you go to the Warhammer, you go someplace in town, like we go to Sci-Fi City when they've got their like Black Friday deal or something yeah. like that. They're doing some other special. Like I know the paint's like half off. Uh, do I need this paint or not? You know, um, that that app that citadel paint app you can actually i, I just did this because i got a new phone i sat down here mm -hmm. and opened up the citadel paint app and you can scan the barcodes oh nice yeah so i scanned every paint pot that i already have and automatically put it in my like i already have it list yeah and i don't need any more of it or if i'm scanning it and i realize oh i'm almost out Right. You then put I put on a wish list. I put right. on a wish list, mm -hmm. so I can I can get it later. It's a free app, so man, it, it's does fun. it give you suggestions of other colors to go with? Yes. What, yeah. Well, what you've chosen? There's there's paint schemes that are in the app that okay. you can look up. Yes. Yeah, so, so you can actually go by the model. So if you're like, I'm painting this model, you can pull that model up, and it'll give you what colors some, to yeah, use. Some ideas. Yep. And, yep. Nice. And also, it has a great feature where you can actually use, I believe, it's a camera on the phone and it'll actually tell you like if you take a picture of let's say Adam's shirt mm -hmm. it'll actually oh. bring you what colors you need to be able to get that uh, I didn't know that yeah. that's really it's cool fun. it's amazing that's awesome it's so cool because <laughs> I could see doing that I haven't played any Blood Bowl yet 
I have uh, an orc army or like an orc team that I haven't painted yet that I ended up getting when it was on sale somewhere. And I was thinking about doing it, the New York Giants. Uh, okay. I grew up as the New York Giants being like my dad's team. So I was thinking about, I thought that color scheme with the green skin would look kind of cool. Yeah. So I, that would be cool to take a picture of an actual New York Giants yeah. jersey. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, I'll tell you what. Yeah, what tell you colors. what paint colors I yeah, need. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. That's great. The next section in here, uh, there's a featured army. Children of Chaos. Uh, this guy, Adam Elford, did an amazing job painting it. It looks just spectacular. And the the custom stuff he did in here is just great. I want to... I. I'm going to complain just a little bit because I don't like the teal with the red that he did. I find it, at least, I, I bet it looks amazing in person, but for some reason for my eye, looking at it in picture, it, it blues and reds, that's why they're the 3D colors, because they mm -hmm. pull your range of focus. Yes. Uh, so seeing the blue and the red on the same model, I think it messes with my depth of field. And it just doesn't look like they're where they're supposed to be. That's just to my to my naked eye. I don't feel like they. I, I feel like they're pulling each other apart, and it makes. I, I just don't think they look good on. The, the painting is beautiful, and he, oh, it's gorgeous! An amazing job. I just don't like that color combo. Me personally, it to me. Um, hmm. I'm not sure what the giants' colors are, but you might have a problem with that. <laughs> well, the, yes, they are red, white, and blue, the Giants. Yeah, that's a sportsy color. That's a sportsy color scheme to me. Yes. It's not a, this is a, you know, yes. fantasy but this, battle color scheme to me. Yes. So this, this for the same reasons, I, I it's all, I, it, I, I realize the, the contradiction in my own statements saying that right now that you point out that but yes sorry I, for calling you out on that. no no i'm glad you do i think it's the teal with this red mm. it's not quite meshing for me i don't know if the it's not that, quite blue blue yeah. yeah when i look at the you know the was some of the models i just it just looks sportsy to me it sportsy blood bowl yeah which isn't and, necessarily bad i mean these are no. the skaven and everything and i think it's and you think about these these are competitive games. Yeah. Um if that's what you're going for, then yeah. you nailed it. Yeah. I just and I'm not I'm not criticizing the color choices in anything in that when I look at the pictures it, it just feels like they they it like it's pulling the models apart. I yeah. can't in a way that I'm having a hard time expressing mm. that I feel like it's not on the same model. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I it doesn't you. exist in this I don't know. I, I, I'm getting further and further afield, but I feel like they, yeah. I feel like they kind of clash. It is, but that's kind of chaos, you know. It is very I, chaos, yeah. and it is very scaven. It, but it, that's like, how I, I feel about about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But it, but it definitely draws the eye. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a nice punch. And I and I want to show what one of my favorite ones is on that next page, where he did the custom chariots. The Chaos Chariots. Oh, yeah. And that awesome using uh, the Forge World Plague Toads. Oh, yeah. It oh, looks amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, Glodigus is version of Rodigus. Yeah. Glotkin of a Nurgle. So it's a converted. It's yeah, a, and it's yeah, a beautiful right conversion, too. Because yeah. normally 
that same model he's sitting flat on the ground he's just sitting on the ground this one he's got him standing up and walking yeah yeah so very nice so I'm like yeah the other one he's just kind of sitting there being gross this one's like coming at you right yeah this is like a, an unclean one has stood up and has started to yeah because I think Rodigus is an unclean one named character right I think so yeah yeah so this one's actually the Glotkin that he uh, converted. Converted yeah. with an uncommon To make one. that. Yeah. Be- uh, just beautiful looking army. For me, this like the teal with the green of the rotten green mm-hmm. works a lot better for me than the red. Okay. No, no, not as uh, harsh. Not as harsh. I, I feel like it, it goes together nicely. Yeah. Very nicely. But that's, I mean, I, I hope I'm not coming across too picky. Yeah. I, I like these colors really well together. And then right here on the next page, I turned a uh, Magath Lord kit into a Demon Prince. That's cool. That is That's a very normal Demon Prince. Yeah. Wow. Man. Oh, so gruesome. Look at the wings. So horrifying. I like the tiny wings on them. Nurgle reminds me of my favorite sci-fi movie, which is The Thing. Oh, yeah. John Carpenter's early 80s the thing uh there it's i think today's john carpenter's birthday oh geez i think i saw right. it, it yeah. today or yesterday it was yeah. on twitter that uh, and it's, it's not and that's now public domain so we can sing happy birthday <laughs> to you. Uh, except that oh, we can't man, sing. i'm not gonna say yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember from the start of the show no, if he if i thought there was like a one percent chance he was listening i would gladly sing for him but I, <laughs> there's, there's less than no chance yeah. uh, in marilyn monroe style yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's another thing <laughs> remind I, us never to do. <laughs> I, I went and got an autograph. I have an autographed uh, Escape from New York from John Carpenter when he was at Spooky Empire. And then I went uh, and saw him speak at the same, oh, a different Spooky Empire. He was there uh, doing a panel. And as much as I love the guy and I love his work, he was a jerk on stage. And he's yeah, just like, I come on, that. man. You're just, yeah. you know. It, 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 anyway, just... People's personality tainting our entertainment for no reason. <laughs> the Thing. If you haven't seen The Thing, Nurgle and The Thing, so similar because The Thing is the alien that is spread through a cell. It's so this alien presence is cell size but can take over an entire organism uh, to make it a new thing. And if that organism is attacked, like say you have your hand cut off, that hand will then mutate into a separate unique organism. You know, and go on from there, and that, mm. that's so that's so Nurgle. Looking at these Nurgle creatures, looking at these like chaos knights that have become these Nurgle oh, chaos yeah, the Blight knights. kings. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like melded into their weapons and their skin and their armor have merged together. Chaos. It's is, perfect. Yeah, Love it. It's so cool and so gross, and then so cool again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like uh, I want to look, but I don't want to look. I, I want to look. Like so horrifying. Can you imagine just like. Uh, that that's what happens in this in the thing where like the the one of these people that's uh, one of these things attacks you they just touch you and your skin melds with their skin and now you're like attached to them you can't get away as you're like their their cells are slowly taking over your body that's what it seems like with these guys like yeah. is just like melting their 
DNA, you know, like, like yeah. physically melting their form into something and melding it into something new. It's so gruesome. So gruesome to look at. It's so horrifying. Yeah, I haven't played against much Nurgle either. You know, I've I've played against a guy twice. Same guy twice against Nurgle. Yeah, they're tough. They're definitely resilient. Yeah, but they're tough. Yeah. So um, why don't we uh, why don't we take a quick break here yeah. and then we'll do uh, kind of a, a wrap up for next time. Yeah, let's do okay. it. Across the realms, hordes of energy deliver Sigma's heroic stormcast eternals into battle as the pantheon of order gathers its strength. With new cities and fortresses raised in the wake of each conquest, civilization takes root once more. Yet, from the shadows of progress, new and deadly evils come into the light. Okay, so uh, talking about White Dwarf, we've made it pretty much through all of the straight AOS stuff. The next stuff is the Warhammer Underworld's Night Vault, Vault talking about uh, tactics with setting up your battlefield, and then we get in some more 40k stuff. Uh, the Pinnacle of Painting, just mind-blowing what people do in here. Absolutely mind-blowing. So you're definitely worth checking out when you have the chance. Oh yeah, get this book. Look at this amazing painting that people have done. Yeah, releases coming up. Mm-hmm. We've got the uh, what are they called, Nicholas? The Grots? The Gloom Spite. Grits. Uh, <laughs> the Gloom yeah. Spite Grits. The Gloom Spite Grits. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> gloom Spite Gits. 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 Yes. Yeah, that's it. Like Not glitz. the glitz or grits. <laughs> no, it's glitz. <laughs> like that. Gloom, spite, gits. Yes. Uh, so their their release is happening right now. Just we just recently had the box set that was the Wrath and Rapture. Yes. And Mark, you said you were planning to get that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I must. Ne- the next release, which I'm really tempted to get to, Nick and I we were talking about it already, is the uh, was it the Carrion? Uh, no. Not Carrion Kingdom, Carrion. Yeah, the uh, Skaven and, and yeah, uh, Flesh Eater. Yeah, Carrion Flesh Eater Quartz, right? Yes, yeah, Carrion yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, what was it? Carrion. Ugh, I, don't I don't know. know. Anyway. <laughs> Is anybody who's listening is going it's this you idiots oh my god I have it right <laughs> here idiots uh, anyway I originally when we were talking about flashback time Island of Blood Nicholas and I went in on that together and yeah. split it and so I took the Skaven side and I painted a crap ton of Skaven and then at one point I had a pretty decent Skaven collection decided I am tired of Skaven I sold off most of it You're right but I kept a bunch of heroes and mm-hmm. I kept everything that I had personally painted to a standard I like, I kept. I sold the stuff I hadn't painted. The stuff I hadn't, uh, seeing this new box set come out with the uh, Flesh Eater Quartz and the Skaven together makes me really tempted to get back into I it know. again. Yeah. yeah, these new Skaven models. And then Orlando being Orlando, I feel like somebody has to have Skaven. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're the home of the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> we exactly. live in the shadow of it all. Yeah, so, we yeah. do. And I've, I, the Skaven I have are already themed around a uh, 
yes. Mouseketeer type uh, army. Mm-hmm. So you might have that, to continue it. I might have to continue. I, 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 I might have to pick to that up again. Revise that again. And I think I might. Revisit. I think I might. That might be a mm-hmm. a thing that I do. So if you want to split that, let me know. But uh, what it's the Wrath and Rapture now this other box set sounds like it looks like the new trend might be for a few times a year White Dwarf releases uh, a two army box set that only has like one or two new models in it you know yeah and but then they it, it gives you incentive to get with a friend and start a new army right yeah you know two people together you each get if you've already got some from that faction awesome if you don't have some stuff from that faction there's going to be at least, you know, there's going to be a good jumping off point. Uh, there's a new model in there. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's a pretty, I think on their part, a great strategy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So are you, you're going to get the Wrath of Rapture? I, I, yeah, I got to. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I'm keeping both sets. So, yeah. But. <laughs> Screw you. Yeah. Screw anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah what I'm it's doing. all mine. <laughs> all right I, well, I must have all those yeah yeah let's see him paint it I, but that's that's we'll, the, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> so i guess this has been an episode of orlando is yeah. there anything else you guys want to add in the tail end here man no i just mm. i'm just uh want to focus on now our skirmish campaign uh rules to come out next month yeah, and uh, but at least right now we can get our band together. Yeah, and focus yeah, on that, skirmish war band up and uh, making sure that they're uh, ready for the table. Yes, yeah. so yeah, it's gonna be fun. Online again, Mark. Mm-hmm. How do people get a hold of you? Oh, it's uh, at Orlando Mark. Uh, you can find uh, that handle on either uh, Instagram or Twitter. Uh huh. And uh, that's as far as I've gone so far. And then Nicholas. <laughs> Luna, how do we get a hold of you online? Yeah. I think it's at <laughs> yipe.yip at wine and bark. <laughs> um, you can get a hold of me at uh, at Orlando Nick for mm. Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. And then for me, uh, I'm at Orlando77 on Twitter and on Instagram, just uh, Orlando. Maybe I'll change that. I don't know if I can go in and change that to make so I'm in line with you guys. So I have Adam in my mm. names. Orlando Adam. Orlando Adam. You can do that. I don't yeah. know. I'll see what I, I see what I have to do to change yeah. it. So that's how you can get a hold of us. Uh, we're going to keep putting these episodes out there. Oh, you can also find us on YouTube. Yes. yes. And, and Facebook. YouTube. YouTube and Facebook. We are a Facebook Just group. Search Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, Just search Orlando. You'll also find a lot of local Orlando hip hop and rap. Yeah. Because yeah. the hip hop rap community, we didn't know when we started doing this, the hip hop rap community in Orlando refers to themselves as Warlando mm-hmm. from time to time. But whatever, you, you'll find some interesting, fun music or yeah. you'll find us. Yeah. All right. So uh, look yeah. for the models. So you might have look some for the uh, models. music uh, yeah. to uh, pay by. Yeah. Or listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So, uh, you want to do the usual sign off that we do? All Let's right. Let's do it. So. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> they're they're yeah. grots, but they're called the, the glitz. glitz. Yes. <laughs> what the hell is a grit, anyway? It's yeah. that new goblin army, isn't it? The glitz. Oh.
It is glitz. It is actually glitz. <laughs> yes. Grass. Glitz. Oh, glitz now? <laughs> oh, that's right, glitz. Never no. mind. Gits? Grits. Glitz. They're grits. <laughs> oh, wait. Maybe it's gits. The anyway. gloom spike glitz. Gits. Glitz or glitz. grits. It was gits. <laughs> oh, it's glitz! Gloom <laughs> spite gits. And whoever is listening to this is like, oh god, those guys, they're so fucking stupid. <laughs>